Dork Tales proudly presents Dungeons and Dragons The Reign of Emrys. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Reign of Emrys here on Dork Tales. Uh, it's very, very good to be here tonight. We're in the middle of a hype train on Twitch right now, so hi, everybody. Uh, hi. <laughs> Uh, so I am your Dungeon Master Kelly, uh, here tonight on Reign of Amory's. I use he and him pronouns, and I am excited to be here uh, because we are doing the second half of our first ever dungeon crawl here on Reign, which is going to be a fantastic time. You're going to love it. It's going to be great. Uh, so, uh, welcome. This is your first time. This is a, um, a game that is set in our homebrew setting of Elos uh, at an indeterminate time compared to our other streams. So, shh. I'm sure all will be revealed in time, um, and then you can undercover the greater mystery of the universe. Um, this game is set in the techno-magical empire of Emrys, which is um, kind of... Chat's going nuts, sorry, I'm distracted. Um, the uh, It's kind of a roughly enlightenment renaissance hybrid era, uh, and it's a lot of fun so far. And so much fun, actually, because of our amazing and lovely... Uh, Especially, especially Talfrin, the loveliest boy, um, which we're really happy to have back physically and not just in picture form this week. Uh, so why don't we go ahead and say hello to everybody, uh, starting with Christine. Okay. Um, before I get into that, I just want to double check. Is there a filter on my image in Twitch? Because I was just thinking I look a bit kind of beige <laughs> all over. Yes, there was. I have, okay. dis I have taken it off. Because I noticed that my lipstick was not the right color between the two screens. I was like, wait a moment. Did I put blush on for no reason? Yeah. I mean, but same. hello. <laughs> I am Christine. I go by she, her. And I am playing our lovely, adorably curious human blade singer wizard, Claudette Belmont. She is the best and the cutest and just adorbs all right hello amy hello i'm amy i use she her or they them and i will be playing Leden and merov our asmr cleric of the grave all right hello caitlin hello my name is caitlin i go by she her and i'm playing telfrin the barbarian of wild magic Yay. much to his chagrin <laughs> he's gonna be very upset when he finds that out what? Don't tell I wanted yet. to rage. <laughs> you can still rage. Uh, so, oh, it's good to have you back in the flesh, so to speak. Thank you. Um, and hello, Robin. Hello, everyone. I'm uh, Robin. I go by she, they pronouns, and I'm playing Ivy, the uh, tiefling blood hunter. And finally, down in the corner. Hey, Mike, how's it going? Hey everyone, I'm Mike. I'm using they, them pronouns, and tonight I am playing Veratrix Soulstar, and she is our tiny little halfling artificer arterialist. That sounds like a lot of trouble. And your rabbit is named Crux? And my rabbit's name is Crux. Okay, and I'm noticing that the chat already has put out one hurt the more, which I have set aside as a d20. And yes. uh, so, and then do I have any leftover from last session? I still have one from last session. So I have two Hurt the Moors ready. Uh, someone was asking in the chat earlier uh, whether or not I could include something like like a positive Hurt the Moor. Like a Hurt the Moor, like a Help the Moor. And I was like, 
I mean, that's kind of what determination is, but like a drama, like a positive drama bomb. I don't think drama bombs are necessarily necessarily bad things. That's I think that's one of the reasons why I have the uh, once more with feeling one. Which, by the way, there's also the get a clue, which is kind of like can be helpful for us in a yeah. way. Get a get a clue. I, I worry that get a clue doesn't feel as good for people who are using that command because I I offer the clue when it's necessary, not in that exact moment. Because if it's like if you're about to discover something anyway, I shouldn't slant the odds in your favor because that slows yeah. down your progress from achieving it yourself, right? Like if you don't need the extra clue, right? The power of yeah. friendship buff. I feel like drama bombs are gone good because um it is up to your discretion and in the end the story is going to go like the way it needs to go in a lot of ways mm. right like you're not out you're not out there as a dm to hurt us like to just destroy our characters and no. oh game's over guys no you no. have a story to tell so i mean to some extent there is just like just trusting you mm -hmm. no absolutely which is why i didn't really freak out hugely in rhyme because like there was not much chance that you were actually going to destroy the game so. I mean, if I mean, I'd be shooting myself in the foot if I did, right? Like, exactly, it, it would be ridiculous. And I, I really do think that um, the the job of any dungeon master, game master, storyteller is to work with your players on a story, not to be against them. Like you're you're together on this. So mm. yeah, so I think for some extent, it's just like chat. Like, feel free to bias that stuff, but just, I mean, you could be like. I suppose you could suggest ideas, but you have to be aware that it might not get taken. It depends mm. on where Kelly's taking the game. So mm. there's and a certain amount of just, just trust him. And He's going to he provide a really awesome game for us to play and for you guys to enjoy and watch. Hey, Art Hard, good to see you down there. Uh, yeah, someone, uh, Sol just mentioned that, that, seem, that they think that um, some of the hurt them more is done to like destroy the players. I, th I think it's more just to give them a challenge. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm never... I'm never gonna just kill players or characters. Also, you either. don't have to use the hurt them more. It's totally up exactly. to you. If Kelly feels like it, it's a hard fight, I don't think Kelly's gonna be like, oh yeah, I'll use all the hurt them more and kill the characters because that's fun. Yeah. Well, and also like a couple hmm. of the people who were buying a lot the other day were fellow players and friends who are yeah, in uh, different games it, of the, on the channel yeah. and they're just kind of screwing with us. Right? I, I think I think that yeah. that's, a, that's a friendly back and forth of like, uh They're not expecting Kelly me. to actually kill us. <laughs> Yeah, they think they know me too well. I don't like killing players. I think it's I think it's a lazy thing to do in the early game. Yeah. Especially when people put out money for costumes. Because unless you're, you're coming back as... I'm going to put Junior after your name. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I'm Vandrick Soulstar Junior. Junior. My mother's illegitimate daughter. <laughs> no, if you like destroyed Claudette kind of without it me being me totally screwing up and being stupid, I would be so upset. <laughs> Veritrix shows back up. I was a clone the whole time. I'm the real Veritrix now. <laughs> who who is who are Maynard or be an android? More ha 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 ha. Duel's I mean, she's definitely an android. But uh, all right, so uh, folks, we're gonna get started here. Uh, this is the Reign of Emery's. It is a, a really interesting new game. Uh, now, uh, players, uh, two things: we will be using Roll Twenty tonight just to make the dungeon crawl easier. Number two, because I had you as GMs for the map portion, when you go into Roll Twenty, click Rejoin as Player, so you don't just see the entire map and cheat. I know you won't intend to, but it—I haven't figured out how to DGM you yet. 
I, to be fair, I <laughs> well, haven't really actually, looked. You know what? Hmm. The GM thing seems to force me onto the main Emery's map. And now that I've clicked rejoin a player, I'm on the actual cave map. Okay, that I makes can, sense. And I, I mean, I can only see, uh, I think it held over from last one, because I can only see what, what my character can see right now, so. Okay. Mine saw the dungeon map as, as full, but I quickly hit rejoin his player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine showed it, up. It's not like there's, there are any real super secrets, but, you know. And and in the chat right now, killing players, not characters. Yeah, if they die, they die. <laughs> okay. It's a little harder for Kelly to kill us over distance play. And yet, that's not what impossible. you think. Yeah, you. Yeah, you haven't known it me as long as It might be unlikely, but it's possible. It sure is doable. It is Maybe doable. That that guy who knocked at my door for, uh, telling me to donate money to blind dogs. No, yeah, you, that was weird. You. Yeah, no, you said he was hot, so that can't be me. It was to lure me out. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I paid some hot guy hot. to lure you out, and then, then Tell I was me. gonna, I was gonna take you out, or I was gonna have him take you out, because it can be murder or dinner. One of the two. It's a fun. And you know, I don't, I don't Could like, be both. The, I don't Could like be both. the risks. I really don't. I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't like the I risks like of that. dinner. I know. Sometimes, what if it's a bad dinner? Right. Exactly. Right. And then you're stuck. And it's expensive. Right. And then you're paying like, for it. Like, like, what happens if you get a steak and they give it to you? Like medium instead of medium rare. Like, what are you Flip gonna the do? Table. You ask Flip for ketchup the and then run for office with. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Um, I'm salty. Anyway. Okay. Quick, quick question. Yes. Um, no, we'll start. Like, well, no. It's uh, there's three determinations that have been redeemed. One was for me. One was for Talfred. And there's one that oh, it sense. looks like someone redeemed for me twice. So who am I giving that to instead? Give I it think, to whoever uh, you like the most. Then I'm gonna give it to probably Claudette. Whoa, crap. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, it's Claudette. No uh, roll a d6 on a 1 through dice. 5 is Claudette. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Giving it to Claudette makes your job less, less difficult. It, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really true. Okay, uh, so uh, real quick reminder that even though we are using Roll20, I'm going to describe things and we are I'm going to ask you to describe things as if you cannot see the map. So uh, please try to refrain from using... Uh, using things like I go here, I attack this one. Give me examples of who you are attacking. You can use directional things like I attack the one on the left. Okay. But remember that not all of our viewers can see the map or a lot of people are listening to this in podcast form when I finally do that. So all good. Yes. All right. Uh, so with that, welcome. Oh, Ooh, painkillers are kicking in. All right, cool. Uh, welcome nice. to the reign of Emery's. Last time, on Raid of Emrys, you managed to make it into the mountains, only to find that your train was stopped inside of a lengthy tunnel. Hearing commotion, you left your cars and independently went to investigate, eventually all meeting together to find that the tunnel had been frozen over, the tracks blocked. You offered your services as adventurers to see what type of creature would have done this and in doing so found a secret entrance into a cave of kobolds. While down there, you encountered several of the kobolds, notably one uh, known as... Uh, known as... Zoli. Zoli explained that a... a strange creature had risen from the depths called a rhyme worm, an elemental being of cold and... Just general badness. A couple of weeks ago, members of the train, um, 
of the train track uh, repair crews had come through to check and make sure the tunnels were good for incoming incoming passages. When they investigated the same tunnel that you found yourselves in, they were killed. And according to Zoli the Cobalt, changed. Into what? We have yet to find out. You found yourself resting after having a confrontation with the Kobolds and managing to uh, calm them down. As well, uh, Leiden almost fell into a pit to her injury or potential death. But in doing so, discovered that the pit was lined with uh, the corpses of adventurers from previous, previous seasons, I guess we'll say. Uh, and with that, we will re-begin... Re-begin? I'm... You can tell that I have a headache tonight, guys. Sorry. Um, we will begin again with you uh, preparing to go further into the tunnel system. The sound of the cave is one of whistling, dripping, groaning, and scraping. There are things beyond your vision further in that you would rather not become party to. But that appears to be your destiny here. The cave is wider than you expect, taller than these kobolds would imply. Those of you who are knowledgeable about nature would imagine the kobolds probably found this place as is and then retrofitted it to their own desires rather than hewned it themselves. In fact, the walls are very natural. Limestone. A little bit of shale underneath your feet. The stalactites and stalagmites that form gaping teeth all around you, however, are frozen. The dripping water that deposits the minerals that create them has formed icy blue dripping poison from the fangs. As well, you'll find patches where the ground is completely frozen over, such that your boots will slip and threaten to tumble you into the spikes or down into the depths. And as you take a breath there, around the small and stinking sanctuary that the kobolds have dug for themselves in the side of the tunnel. It's time to figure out what you should do next. What are you all talking about? What are you doing? You're taking a short rest right now to regenerate hit points. Mm. All around you, you can see a soft blue glow from the bioluminescent fungi that it looks like the kobolds have harvested here over time. Mm. Talfrin is hanging around one of the northerly tunnels, the way back to where that halfling was skewered upon the strike pad. Near where that gaping hole that Leiden almost plummeted into was. Back in this main area, five kobolds, one of which is Zoli, the inventor, sit and mutter at each other in Draconic. They're hungry and eagerly devour the supplies that you offer them. What are the rest of you doing? As you sit around and watch them eat hungrily. Didn't waste too much time. 
Zoli will look up at you with her keen, her keen uh, gold eyes. You go. That's yeah. We probably should. For no point leaving it too long. Audet will look up from sketching one of these bioluminescent mushrooms and. Huh. Would you be willing to give us assistance? What what give? What give? Freedom? Mm. Killing this thing that you don't have to be trapped? Mm, no, no freedom if you in- kill it, these tunnels are yours. No, no freedom in death. Death is no freedom. Death yes, is- but you would double I- our chances by doubling our attacking members. You can make me a persuasion roll with disadvantage if you'd like. Even if I said it in Draconic? Absolutely, because they wouldn't understand you otherwise. I thought you said they did common. Oh, that's true. Well, not all of them. She they does. might speak common, but how complex is the, is the concept you're it's trying true. to okay. explain? So, yeah. persuasion, you said? Yes. Okay, with disadvantage. Okay, dice, come on. Okay, that's not terrible. Uh, 12? No. Okay. They are too sick. They're not going with you. Fair. I mean, honestly, Ivy, they'd probably just drag us down. Hmm. If you go check on other kobolds first, though, I will go with you, Zoli says. My brother is there. Need to make sure he's okay. I'm sure that's acceptable for the rest of the party. Cobalt fact-finding mission? Party. This is fun? Fun party? No, it's our group. Our party of I mean, of it's people. not fun. Glad I will like, pipe up from the corner. As fascinating as this conversation is, I will, uh... I'll be waiting outside for whatever you decide. Are we going to go find it now? And Lita's going to stand up and like edge her way out beyond the barricade and just wait. Wait. Just out chilling chilling with with Vivi. Wait Wait for me. All right. All right. I'll come. Good. I look forward. Zoli picks herself up. She's dressed in rags and has a number of baubles and doodads hanging off of her. She goes and grabs something from one of the makeshift tents and stands up, and as she gets closer, some of the fungus on the wall glows and illuminates her reddish bronze scales. Her nose is strangely dog-like, and as she looks up at you, she reminds you of Experiment 26. We don't talk about that, though. What? You have funny look. You just remind you me of funny a friend. Mm. Not friend. Acquaintance. And she'll push past you. 
Be safe. She barks back into the cave. The other kobolds will nod and rebuild the barricade at the front. Well, re-put it. You guys didn't break through that one, actually. And with that, what do you do? Do you continue on, or do you tread back? They didn't will start hey, getting forward. looks like the gang's all here. Yeah. Let's go. Be my guest, and Leiden will gesture for whoever to take the lead. Ivy will take the sure. lead as well. <laughs> Zoli will stand in the middle and just mutter things in... Eh, probably common, actually, so that you'll understand it. Now, the tunnel are directly Not ahead courteous. of you. Up ahead. Split. Barricade. Many things. Fungus. Be careful. The tunnel ahead of you is a winding corridor, about 10 feet wide, yes. that goes right. back and forth for about 40 feet. As you reach the edge of it, you can see that there appears to be a small farm on the other side of a barricaded fence, full of all sorts of fungi, algae, and other subterranean plants that are thriving, even against this cold. Although they, do, they appear that they would probably be thriving much, much better without these conditions. As you approach the edge there. Here we go. As you approach the edge, you see that the tunnel shifts and heads... Ooh, oh, there we go. Uh, the tunnel shifts and heads northward. That large farm area off to the side is a, a circular domed room, about um, about 60 feet in, uh, in diameter. As you round the corner, though, the walls are slick. And actually... The walls to the right, just as you begin to head northward. Maybe it's getting warmer in here. Your breath comes out of your mouth in steam, but the wall here is not frozen at all. In fact, it looks like it's... No, it's just a wall of oil? Who's going forward first? Uh, I will. Sounds good. Uh, Talfrin, do me a favor, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. What's your armor class? Uh, 17. 17. As you move forward, the wall shivers and strikes out at you. Its long Ooh. appendages are gray and grainy, like sand that's been mixed together in a Newtonian, a non-Newtonian solution. It slashes out and slams into your guts. Oh, damn. Uh, and is going to do... Uh, is going to do six points of bludgeoning damage to you. Okay. Plus another eight points of acid damage. Okay. Uh, do you what kind sucks. of what kind of armor are you wearing? Uh, leather armor. Leather armor. You are fine. Yeah, although armor. you can smell the leather be begin to hiss, and I need an initiative Ooh. roll off of everybody. That sucks. Okay. Okay. And you don't have danger sense yet, do you? Or um, I do. 
Do you have Uncanny Dodge yet? Yeah. Wait. Oh, do you? Hold on. Oh, sorry. That's, on. that's Rogues I'm thinking that's of. That's Rogue. Damn. That's Rogue. Just Danger that's, Sense. But just that's the Dexterity. Saving uh, throw. That's true. I guess so. Yeah, dexterity, that's true. saving throw. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So that's it. I don't know yeah. why. I keep going back and forth from Pathfinder. So give me an initiative roll, everybody. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So I'm assuming everybody's going to go first, but we're going to go ahead. Just pop them in the chat there. Uh, got it. Okay. So. Varius first with a 23. Ooh. Great. Yeah, Varius first with a 23. Then we are at Ivy. Then we are at... Oh, actually, damn. Then we are at Zoli, who has high decks, thankfully. And then we are at Claudette. And then we're at Talfrin. And then... Leden. And then we are at whatever this is. Alright, so top of the initiative. The wall in front of Talfrin surges out and is this corrosive gray slime that reaches out from the wall and begins a moment ago it was just a puddle of oil Uh, and as it slaps into the side of him you can hear the sound of a hissing burn as the acidic touch begins to slowly melt into his flesh. What do you do? Very, you're up. All right, so uh, I'm going to make a ranged spell attack for uh, Firebolt. Sounds good. Um, Does a 14 hit. A 14 hits, roll me damage. Fantastic. This does a 1d10. Where are my d10s? There they are. All right, so... Uh, as this thing comes out the wall, she's going to spring into action and um, with a flicker of her wrist, two, the two little prongs are going to pop out the back with a little lighter on it and she's going to go <laughs> and fire that into it for mm-hmm. nine points of damage. Okay. And as a bonus action, uh, she is going to tell Crux to attack it as well. Okay. Um, so Crux will fly uh, forward and try to level an attack against it. And he is going to... Oh, he actually rolled really well. Mm. Uh, he got an 18 to hit, so... Okay, sounds good. All right, and so then... And this is force damage, right? This is force damage. Okay. And so he got... Four damage. Ooh. All right, um... As Crux runs up and strikes it, the the rabbit strikes with one of its paws. And you said four damage? Four damage, yeah. The fire didn't seem to burn it that much, but this, the punch from this little mechanical rabbit slams into the side of this ooze, and a bit of it splashes against the wall behind and begins to sizzle away. But as Crux pulls his arm back... Uh, Kelly? Yes. Um, so that is actually a ranged attack. He it is a ranged attack? Yeah, yeah. He uses his wings to deliver instead of... uh, All right, that uh, makes a difference right there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right, so the wing, the blast from the wings smashes into it. Then uh, that is much better then. Okay. Uh, All right, Very, that's your turn. A bit of it blows away. Ivy, you are up at the front of the group. You see this thing reach out and strike Talfrin. What do you do? So Ivy's gonna whip out her um, crossbow and 
as she's knocking an arrow, she's going to kind of gently slice it across her arm again, and I can imbue my crossbow with uh, my crimson, right? So she is going to do that. So I just basically imagine that she's going to take the same thing and basically like, suddenly the arrowheads are all going to be like a little lightning, like crackling lightning energy on it. Okay. So she's going to make attack with the crossbow, seeing that Talfrin uh, got attacked with acid. She doesn't really want to get near that. Um. So it's that's not, gonna it's be not three. The best. It's not. So it's gonna be three points of my hemocrafted die. Roll that baby, and then I will make a attack with my hand crossbow. Do 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 do. <clears throat> Ooh, does a dirty twenty hit? Yes, it does. Sweet. Um, uh, d six and my d fours. All right, so that's going to be um, eight points of piercing damage and four points of lightning damage. Damn. All right, your crackling bolt is going to slam into the side of this thing, dealing a significant amount of damage as it begins to kind of shriek and pull itself inward. Um... Zoli is at the back of the group and cannot do anything, nor will she do anything. She's going to, uh, she's going to hold her action, actually, and kind of clutch her helmet tight against her. Uh, Claudette, it's your turn. What do you do? Okay, so based on where I am, there's technically half of a five foot square next to me. So I think I could hug that wall and see it. Yeah, I'd allow you. I'd allow you to do that. So basically, okay. you can move right next to Vary because Vary only takes up half a space. Sweet. So yes, you can. You'll have a slight difficulty increase because of the wall sticking out directly in front of you, uh, but it's ba- you can still see this shape clinging to the wall. Okay. Um, so it has half cover. How does that affect a roll? It's just a plus two AC. Okay. I would not worry about it. It's an ooze. <laughs> They're not known for being dexterous. Ray of Frost. All right, make me an attack roll. That is... Let me think, what's the range spell attack? Uh, so it should be your dex plus spell proficient, or plus uh, ability mod. Or, pardon me, no, no, it's your... Um, what am I thinking? It should be your int plus int proficiency. plus proficiency, yeah. yeah. Don't mind me, my headache's finally going away. But okay, it's so that's still, a 17 to hit. That is a hit. Roll me damage. Uh, six. So that's six cold damage as she shoot, like, thrusts a palm out kind of over Barry's head and this kind of bluish-white beam right, so- of light just shoots out in a pulse. As it strikes into the side of this creature, the ooze is going to suddenly freeze. And it's it's a weird sensation to watch, or a weird thing to watch, because as the ray of frost strikes into it, the the anatomy of this creature seems to resist freezing for a minute as it struggles against it like a high alcohol solution, struggling to get more syrupy than anything. But it a certain point, the frost begins to crystallize through it to the point where it can no longer fight off the impending cold and then just goes and turns to solid ice against the wall. Oh, well, that's interesting. The thing dies directly in front of you, but as it does, you hear the sound of a blood-curdling shriek echo 
down the hall. Your combat seems to have drawn attention. Uh-oh. Claudette's going to dart forward really quick and take a little sample of this thing because she wants to study it. Sounds good. Uh, you can do so as a bonus action. Awesome. Okay. Something is coming down the hall. Talfrin, what do you do? I'm going to go fight it. Okay. I'm going to head on. Sounds uh, good. So you can move rushing down the hallway. Uh, awesome. did you, now, of course, it's a dark hallway. It's dimly lit with oh. uh, with the... Um, you'll be able to see him partially, basically, because of the... Uh, because of the fungus. So okay. it's almost like that was a last stage design choice to be nice for the first dungeon. <laughs> All right. Thank so uh, rushing directly down the tunnel, how much further are you going? You've gone 10 feet down. Um, I'm going to go as far as I can, I suppose. Okay. And your move speed is 30 still, right? Yeah. All right. So you can actually rush to where there is a break and the, uh, the passageway splits into oh. a fork. Oops. Well, I can't drop myself. Ah, oh, there we go. So you can move up to there. Oh, okay. Perfect. So as you make it to the juncture where one of the passageways goes, continues onto the north and one of the branches off to the west, uh, you will see a shape rounding the corner on all fours. It's blue-skinned, a corpse stripped of its clothing, covered ah. in frosty patches with ridges of icicles down its spine all of its genitalia completely frosted over so you couldn't tell what this thing was in life even if you tried. Vaguely, it's shaped like a humanoid. Whoa! Yeah. This thing snarls, and uh, what do you do? Well, it looks like it's further away from me, so I'm going to throw a javelin at it. Yep, it's ten feet away from you at this point. Okay. I'm going to throw a javelin at it. Sounds good. Go ahead and make me an attack roll. And are you raging? Not quite yet. Okay. Oh, you know what? Not quite yet. <laughs> Actually, let's go. Let's rage. We're gonna rage. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's hmm? not super useful for uh, for thrown weapons, but it's still good for the damage reduction if it does hit you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, if we're raging, though, mm -hmm. we need to... Oh, God. Okay. Roll yes. on the wild magic table. Okay, so where's Tasha's? <laughs> All right, so set me up and I'll narrate this for you. All right, so oh, I rolled God. a D8. You roll a D8. Give it to me. Oh. What'd you roll? I got three. Okay, would you like a <laughs> flumph or a pixie? Flumph. Flumphs are the best. Yes. <laughs> okay, so as you enter a blood-curdling rage, this creature in front of you... Do I have a flump? <laughs> Hold on, I might. I don't think I do. These are important questions. Oh, they're all... They're all things that I would have to pay for right now. So I will instead just drop this symbol to represent a flump. Okay. Um... An intangible spirit, which looks like a flump, appears within five feet of one creature of your choice. So suddenly this thing goes, snarls at you and scratches the wall, leaving a trail of, of ice and snow along the path of its claws. Uh, suddenly a flump arises behind it, in front of it. What does it do? Um, yeah, behind it. Behind it and... So we're flanking it, yeah. Not really, okay, but you know. I'm going to make it do its roll with disadvantage because it did not see this coming. Okay. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, until your rage ends, you damage. can do this as a bonus action, summon these things. The flumph goes... Now, a flumph, for those of you who are unaware of what it is, you're not seeing it, but for those of you at home, a flumph kind of looks like a brown beanbag chair with kind of um, a giant smile on its face, two eye stalks, and a bunch of kind of kelpy, mossy, viney tentacles, kind of like a jellyfish. Go, go Google them. They, they're spelled exactly like you think a flumph is, but with a PH. Uh, and uh, roll me a d6. All right. Two. Two. All yeah. right. Um, as you enter a rage, this thing is going to appear behind it, go, <laughs> and explode. Oh, my uh, God. Dealing a, a few points of force damage to the back of this creature. As it explodes, it snarls and slashes out behind it, but there's nothing there. You can throw me that javelin now if you'd like. Weird. Okay. Yeah, this is a weird day for Telson. 22 yeah. is an absolute hit. Roll me damage. Perfect. It is just 1d6 again, but... Four. Four points of damage? Yep. Oh, wait a second. I have to add something to it, don't I? Because that was just four on the dice. Yeah, you should be able to add your... Right uh, dex? You add your strength? It's a thrown weapon? So strength, right. Okay, yep. so seven. Or eight. eight and eight, add eight. your rage bonus, because it's a strength-based attack. Oh, I thought that was only on melee. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it says I think it is only attack. on melee. Uh, that's sad. Yeah, that's okay. Thank so, you, yeah, though. You're right. So just eight is my final answer. Just eight. All right. So yeah. with a blood-curdling scream, you hurl your javelin forward, and it slams into this thing's shoulder. It snarls, snaps it off at the haft, and you notice that the damage that you've done to it, it's not bleeding. The wound freezes Ooh. over. The damage is still done, but there's no blood. This thing is not alive. Mm-hmm. At least in the traditional sense. Um, all right, Talfrin, that is going to be your turn. Leiden, what do you do? Mm, well, right now, Leiden can't see anything. You she's, will hear uh, Talfrin hurl something around the corner that you will be able right. to... Uh, um, am I able to get out in front of the, the others? Um, like around the corner? Because it's, it's yeah. a little congested there. Absolutely. Cool. Um, can, and... You, push through your allies, and what do you see? What do you do? She's raising her crossbow, and she's just looking around and seeing what she can see. And if she can't see anything, she's just going to ready an action that if something comes fast, she's going to shoot it. Okay. Do you want to move any closer to get a better vantage point? Um. Because you can get, still have 15 feet of movement as you round the corner, pushing through your friends. I think so. I think I can take... You can go... You can get about 10 feet away from Talfrin, right where you I are. Because I was right where the kobold was. Yes. Um, so it was 30. I have 30 feet of movement to yes. leave. So I can right. go, yeah. Sounds good. So she'll just stand there and she will keep an eye on the walls because apparently the walls are attacking people now too. The walls! <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, that's all she's going to do for the moment. Okay, sounds good. And you're holding an action to fire if ready. Uh, Zoli is going to move forward because her action was to move forward if you move forward because you're the healing lady. Um, she's not going to get much closer than that. Top of the initiative with Very. Alright, so she is going to um, she's going to go up and join Talfren up here. Okay. Um, and seeing that thing uh, she wants Actually, to you won't be able to. You rush up behind him, and uh, the corner of the cave is blocking your view. 
Oh, okay, yeah. There was yeah, there was just a, a visual issue. Where okay. I can uh, so rushing up behind Talfrin, you, you see that he's facing something around the corner, but you can't quite reach it with your tiny legs. Okay, yeah, because I think coming yeah, coming from there up to here, I think that is my full move. Uh isn't your move twenty five feet? It is. Okay, yep, that makes sense then. Sounds good. Yeah, Are you doing anything yeah. else? Um she's gonna call the bun up. Okay. Uh, and what, so what is its movement speed again? Remind me. Uh, it is um, 6120, I believe. Uh, for, for move? Oh, sorry. Uh, 2030. Uh, fly 30 feet. Oh, okay. <laughs> I right. was thinking of bow for a second. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what? I'm pretty sure it doesn't have 120 feet of movement. That's broken at level one. That would uh, be so broken. All right. So, uh, that any are you doing anything else with your action? Um... No, I. That's... So the bunny can't can't share your square. I'm pretty sure. No, I I was just doing that so that other people can, because uh, it's super tight up here. But then it, they they yeah, can't yeah, move yeah. into its square. Yeah, that's fair. So, that's um, the problem with having additional additional figures. It blocks things. Yeah, um, she's she's gonna hold an action actually, um, for okay. if it comes into view. Okay, and, and to do what? Fire uh, firebolt it. Okay. All right, uh, now we are down to Ivy. Ivy, what do you do? Yeah, speaking of putting things in the way, Mike, I was going to go there. Um, crap. Um, it's super congested. It is. I was going to also move It's like there. dungeons are awful. It's like dungeons are awful. Um, Sorry, guys. Damn it. Um, mm, All right, I guess Ivy will just kind of, whoops. She'll kind of, guess, move behind Leiden and prepare an action to shoot a crossbow if it gets, comes around the corner. All right, so sounds good. Now we are down to my turn. Okay, so that is going to be, uh, very, you can make me a firebolt attack. This thing will have okay. partial cover around the corner. One firebolt attack coming up. And Ivy cannot... Actually, Ivy can make me the attack as well with a um, with a three-quarters cover. Okay. Now, 17 to hit. All right, 17 to hit. One moment, please. Just got to remind myself of the cover system because we never use it. This yeah, is the monster cool. manual. That's Why am I grabbing great. it? That's going to be a 22 to hit. Okay, I'm pretty sure that the cover system is not going to do that. But one sec. Falling, suffocating, jumping, role-playing, researching. Nope. I D&D professionally, and I can't remember what cover does. <laughs> it's like I have other things that I do. Um, Sorry, doesn't it impose disadvantage? I think it does on three quarters, and on half cover, it's a plus two, if I'm not mistaken. So okay, so I, I'll just roll again and roll roll again and take the better. All right, you mean the worse? Uh, yeah. Okay, darn, yeah. that probably won't hit then. That's gonna be a eleven. Eleven will not be a hit then. Cool. Um, cool. Yeah, that is cover. Sounds good. Actions disengage. Page one ninety six. Got it. Three quarters cover. Uh, so actually, it's a plus five AC. Total cover can't be targeted. 
Uh, half cover is plus two. This is the only time where math is actually involved in this game. Okay, so... Um, okay, I can take the 22 then? You can take the 22. Yes. Uh, that will be a hit. And yes. Vary, you had a 18? Uh, she had a 17. 17? All right, that's a hit. Both of you roll me damage. Fantastic. Um, here we go. That's going to be a base 10. Now, for, for that, I don't... I add spell attack bonus to that, right? You add nothing to damage. Okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be a base 10 then. So, 10 total? Okay. 10 total, yeah. Okay. And then mine's going to be... Six piercing and three lightning. Okay, six piercing and three lightning. Sounds good. Uh, your bolt strikes into the side of it as it jumps toward Talfrin, uh, lightning arcing across its skin, which is enough of a light that Vary is able to target it with a firebolt striking it dead center mass. Uh, it explodes, the fire rolls around its icy form and the ice begins to melt around it, dealing a significant amount of damage. However, as the fire melts some of the ice, the rotting corpse beneath is exposed. Uh, everyone within 20 feet, I need you to make me a constitution save. Sorry, within how many feet? Within 20 feet, which means it's going to go all the way down to Leiden. God damn! But not Ivy? Not Ivy, no. Ivy's just outside of the range of this. Nice. 24. Neither of us. We're, we're both good. Okay, 24. We're so good, Christy. We're so good. Would you get Talfin? Good. Constitution save, you said? Constitution save. Uh, that's going to be an 18, or an unnatural 20 for Leiden. Damn, okay. And what Talfrin get? 22. All right, you're fine. Let's see whether or not this works for you. Uh, it... Ooh, that's even better. Um, it's going to lurch toward you, slashing at your face and biting yeah. as well. Okay, uh, I'm going to use a Hurt the More to re-roll that. Okay, is your armor class 15? Uh, higher. Is it higher? Damn, okay. Yeah, it's 17. Okay, the claw is going to miss you, but instead it is going to lurch forward and bite you. Uh, it's going to scrape its teeth along a bit of your exposed arm, dealing... Uh, dealing 8 points of piercing damage, which... Pardon me, nine points of piercing damage, which turns into four after your rage discounts it. Everything half off. Uh, <laughs> and then time to take some cold damage. Uh, and you're going to take three points of cold damage, which does not okay. reduce. Yeah. Now, now, here's something fun. I need you to make me a constitution saving throw again. Okay. Uh, math. 24. 24, all right. Yeah. Um, where it scratches you, you will feel your the blood that comes to the surface. It's not a terribly damaging attack, but as it rakes across your flesh, the blood wells up to the surface and then freezes in a sheen. But your hot blood is too hot for the cold to take purchase inside of your meat. You are not freezer burned. I am so angry. I'm too angry to be freezer burned. Too angry to be freezer burned. <laughs> all right. Claudette, it is your turn. So, Claudette, this thing has three-quarters cover from you, but you can still vaguely see it. Okay. I am going to... So, I'm guessing what it is is that the wall kind of slopes down there? 
It does, yes. Basically, the wall curves in front of your vision, and at the end, it slopes around. I am going to fling an acid bubble at it to hit kind of this sort of area. Kind of above its head. Yeah, so it won't hit the people next to it. Sounds good. Don't botch, because you're throwing this through your friends. Yep. Um... Actually, it's not a uh, botchable. They must make a dex save. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, I have a 14. You save. It snarls and jumps out of the way. Does it take partial damage on that? No, it does not. Because it's a cantrip. It's, yeah, it's a cantrip. Okay. Your fire, or pardon me, your acid splash hits the wall behind it and begins to sizzle. Are you doing anything with your move? Um... You can move five feet closer or... Uh, 10 feet closer over next to Leiden. I'm gonna stay back here. Sounds good. Alright, so as your acid splashes against the wall, just barely missing this thing, this thing is wily. It's dropped to its its all fours like a... like some type of ape. But you can see what used to be a human in its mottled flesh as well. As in the dim light here, all of you will see several several common folk, like, workman-style tattoos along its frozen shoulder. Uh, Talfrin, you are up again. What do you do? Alright, it's all up in my face, so I'm gonna give it a swing. Uh, Alright, do it. I... Oh, I got a natural 20. Did you actually? Beautiful. I actually did. Also, I just wanted to say hello real quick. We have somebody in the chat who's never seen D&D played before. So oh, really hello. good to see you there. Sorry, sorry that we're focused hello. on game right now. Hello. But, uh, we're in yeah. combat. Join, join our Discord and enjoy. Uh, there's a looking for group section for Blue Play off stream. So come enjoy us. And that's the same for you, YouTube, if you're watching later. Come join the Discord. Have fun. We're nice people. And if you're not nice, don't come. <laughs> Honestly, we, we, like, we like our community. It's a really nice, supportive yeah, Okay, so Talfrin, it's right in front of yes. you, drawing greatsword. Yep, drawing the greatsword. Apply directly to Wintergast. Yep, apply directly to face, probably because it apply uh, directly to the forehead. Yeah, pretty much. Also, everybody buy Tome of Beasts. It's such a good book. <laughs> and Tome of Beasts too. Alrighty. Like Let they literally, go. I didn't even notice this thing next to it. This is what you guys could be facing in the future. That's no moon. Oh, shit. Wow, that's cool. Right? They have the craziest designs here. I love them. Okay, remind me. Natural 20, I never get them. Okay. What so, do I do? Uh, you have a lot of fun, first of all. So all of your static numbers stay the same. So you add your okay. plus seven as normal. You take your damage dice, you roll it twice. Or just roll okay. two of them. Well, I mean, they're already do two d6s. So, so you roll four d6. Yep. All right, so... So much damage. Well, I mean, if I didn't roll one on two of my dice, that would be way need, better, but, you, need you to know. Buy the, you need to buy that feat that lets you um, re-roll Ooh, ones. Oh, I do have lucky. Oh, no. That's not lucky, though. That's not lucky. That's not lucky. Um, okay, so six plus five plus... Five? Math. Sixteen. Were you... Do you have the feat that lets you take minus five plus ten? Oh, 18. No, yeah. that's sharpshooter. That's sharp. No, but there's also a, there's a combat oh, version of that. Oh, is there one? Yeah. Ooh. I guess 
have oh, of course you don't that. have it. You're not level. Well, wait, you're no. you're human. You didn't you didn't use variant though. Uh, so next level, consider taking that with great weapon because it's it's dope. Yeah, it's like great great weapon master or something. Like that. Yeah, great so. weapon master. Yeah, I just Amazing. took that for Vistra, and it's 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 pretty it's, it's, dope. It's as a broken, program. but yeah, it's it's the they finally they switched sharpshooter to melee. Uh, so how much damage is that total? Seventeen. Amazing. Um, sixteen to be eighteen. 18. That is an amazing to the face. Uh, directly to the face. You bring your sword down, slashing this thing from eye to tooth as you splash its frozen blood onto the ground. Mental math time. Ooh. Yeah, that, that, that's for my ripped coat. All right. Uh, and what are you doing with your bonus action? Are you? Would you like to summon another flume? Oh, I want to summon another flume. Okay, so another one goes behind it. It has to make a deck save. It fails its deck save. Roll me a d6. And now, um, Five. okay, so I'm going to say this one kind of appears right next to it, just just to its left, which means okay. that everyone in this row is going to see a sudden illuminated pink floof go into view as it fades into reality and goes, ha ha, and then explodes, slamming this thing against the wall uh, with six points of damage. Is that what you said? Five. Five, okay. Five. That was a freaking solid hit. This is the best, best archetype, guys. Everybody should play this. It's so dumb. I love it. I love it's it. amazing. <laughs> that All right. is fantastic. <laughs> All right, Leiden, you're up. What do you do? Right. I can see this thing, right? Yes, you can just, just can. barely. Just barely. Yes. Okay. Um, I want to actually do something kind of cool. I want to cast Guiding Bolt. I need to make a ranged spell attack. Okay. And I'm going to use my determination. Do it. And... I'm also gonna use my ins. No, I'm not gonna use my inspiration yet. No, but I will. I will try. We will see if this works. Because if it does, it's it's radiant damage. I, yeah. Okay, is a. So you have partial cover. It's got three quarters cover on you right now. It's a nineteen going. That's to hit. a hit. Okay, I do. Uh, hold on. Let me get back to the spell again because I have to go back to the thing to look at my. Of course, of course. This is yeah, guiding bolt. There we go. Uh, forty-six radiant damage. Forty-six. Holy crap. Forty-six. Wow. And the next attack roll made against the target before the end of my next turn has advantage, um, because of the faint mystical dim light glowing around the target until then. Beautiful. Um, not the best damage it could be, but that's five, six, seven, ten, eleven radiant. 11 Radiant is really good. Um, so holding up your holy symbol of the orphan, divine light streaks out and slams into the side of this thing around the corner. As it's recovering from the exploding flumph, it looks up and you sear half of its body. This thing is, is in very, very bad shape, which is the perfect time for Zoli to have her turn. Would you have any other actions you'd like to do? Nope, that was my action. Okay, uh, Zoli is going to pull back, wind up a crossbow, and try to shoot here. And Zoli's and she gonna, has advantage. Well, she got a 19 on the first one and an 18 on the second one. Holy crap. Zoli, you're good at this. Way to go, Zoli. I like Zoli. You, you should, should, you, should Zoli. you should recruit a Cobalt Deer team. That'd let's be great. Do it. Let's do it, guys. She has thieves tools. Sure, why not? Yeah, let's do it. And uh, you saw the photo last time. She's adorable. She's a tiny dinosaur. Okay, light yeah. crossbow is a D four eight. Oh my god, really? Okay. Alright, so 
Watch out! Drink! A bolt strikes this thing directly in the left eye socket, punching out the back of its head. It's going to snarl and claw at its face in a mania as it begins to grow exponentially more feral. I'm spending a hurt the more, uh, and I am going to power attack through Talfrin and Vary. Talfrin and Vary, what are your armor classes? Ooh, 17! Uh... I'm going to spend my other hurt the more so that I don't roll a four. Oh. <laughs> That's better. Um, all right. This thing leaps, leaps directly through you and is going to do a claw and a bite to both of you as it passes. I need my dice. Where are you? D8. Do I get an attack of opportunity? Uh, you will as it makes it through. Yes. Okay, uh, Talfrin, you are going to suffer. Uh, that is going to be 11, 11 points of piercing damage, turns into five, and okay. then seven points of cold damage. Okay. And, okay. Uh, and very, it's going to lunge on top of you and deal, uh, it's going to be 10 points of piercing damage and three points of cold damage. Talfrin, make your opportunity attack. Yeah, nice. Nope, nope. Uh, be an eight. <laughs> okay. Would you like to use your inspiration? I would actually. Okay. Try again. I got a nat twenty. Did you? Okay. Actually. All right. So if you got a nat twenty on that, as it lunges through and bites into the side of Vary's arm, I need both of you to make me a con save. By the way. Oh, okay. Uh, but then, uh, let me know how. Roll a uh, one. 18. Ah. Not natural 20. Okay. All right. So it's going to I'm really good and, at con saves. It's going to scratch and bite into both of you. Thanks for the subscription. I really appreciate it. Uh, and uh, as you do so, you bring that down to the nat 20. Uh, feel free to roll your damage. But uh, Talfrin, I want to know, how do you want to do this? Um, I think as it pushes past and scratches me, um, he's just going to bring his sword and just kind of slide it through his stomach, essentially trying to lop it in half. All right, you will do so as it bites into Very. Uh, Very, this thing is going to bite into your arm, snarling, and it would be frothing if icicles were not forming at the edge of its mouth. And then suddenly it is going to pull on your arm with the unnatural dead weight of half of a body dangling off of your arm. It looks up at you and hisses slightly as the cold light in its eyes fades to black. It's still attached to your arm. Can I... It's up. Can, uh, can I try and, and uh, peel it off? Uh, yeah, it's actually your turn. So what do you want to do? Uh, I would like to remove this thing from my arm. Okay. Uh, how would you like to do this? Uh, can I just try to like pry its mouth open? Uh, yeah, you can give me a, give me a medicine check. Medicine? Okay. Well, oh, you're, not, have a... you're not trying to, you're not trying to, uh, well, you know what? It'll be medicine because you're trying to not hurt you. That is fair. I got a 14. A 14. So with great pain, you're going to be able to put a foot on its mouth and pry it open with your other arm. And it's going to hurt like, hurt like the Dickens. Um, um, do you want me to take any additional no. damage for that? No, no, no. You rolled high enough. It's fine. Okay. Oh. All right. Um, and I guess with that, can I also do a move? 
Uh, yes, you may. Okay, so I'm just going to just come up to here to kind of free up some space. Okay, so you push past Talfrin into the open space. All right, for now, combat... Oh, I should Oh, well. For now, combat has ended. Okay. What would you all like to do? Looking around, you see that there are a pair of passages here. It opens... The, the lower tunnel reaches up to the bottom curve of a horseshoe, basically spilling up to the north and to the west. Well, that was painful. Uh, yeah, that really, really hurt. Perhaps no. you should try to be quiet and not draw more attention. Good idea. Very good. <clears throat> no Leighton's going to take a look around at the area um, with all the, the, the mushroom, whatever is going on here with mm -hmm. the barricades. Does it look like anything you can make me, there? Make me or? an investigation roll. Sure. Or are you going in? No. Then make me a perception roll. It'll be okay. Perception. Uh, okay. Okay. Um. That's gonna be a eighteen altogether. Eighteen altogether. Glancing through, this appears to be some type, basically a farm. And hmm. inside, is there anything interesting in there? Hmm. You will actually see that lying among the fungus, slowly rotting and being um, being absorbed into it, is a severed left hand. <laughs> about the size, like a human's, but stubbier and thicker. Probably a dwarf's. Creepy. And as well, you will see that uh, it's clutching something in its hand. Oh, shoot. Okay, she's going to go take a look. Okay. Leiden uh, will approach. Okay. It is holding in its hands. One moment. As you approach, um, can you make me a con save? Absolutely. Oh, at least I'm rolling kind of okay. Oh, no, don't jinx it. Um, so you, you shouldn't have said that one. <laughs> well, it's going to be a 13, so I don't know if that passes. Okay, a 13. Yeah, the air here is full of spores, and you can see that this mm. part of the cave actually has an upward an upward venting system above you, like a drill that's been dug through to the top, almost like a chimney, probably to allow looks, the spores to drift northward. Does it look intentional? It looks intentional, yeah. Huh, fascinating. As you go close, you'll see that it's clutching a small pouch in its hand. Made of deer skin. Hmm. She's gonna... Okay. She's suspicious now of undead things, so she's actually gonna do her, uh, waste one of her eyes of the grave to see if it's an undead hand. Uh, anything that is not behind full cover... Um, within 60 feet of me is and or isn't protected from divination magic um i detect if it's undead uh looking down at it you will see that it has noticed you and is slowly just quivering around the bag so it's an undead hand it is an undead hand yes Fuck. she's gonna she's gonna smash it with her with her mace okay uh make me an initiative roll we'll see if it gets to go first uh, it got a six, so I'm pretty sure. What is an eight with its deck save? Well, 
I eight with my initiative? I rolled a seven. So it has an eight as well. All right, here we go. Ready? <laughs> Ready? Okay. Ready? One, two, three. Ah, one, two, three. Okay. Uh, as you raise your mace to slap it, it's going to drop the bag and go and leap at you directly at your face. Uh, it is going. <laughs> go make me your attack. <laughs> I rolled a two. It, it lunges at your face, and you're going to be able to baseball swing it first. So make me an All attack right. roll. <laughs> What'd you do? What'd you get? Okay, what's, it its, its, what's its AC? Because, it, uh... uh it's, I'm not going to tell you that, but would you roll a total of... a six No, it is not. This thing leaps at your face. You're going to... Are you going to scream when this happens? Because it's kind of like... She's like, going like, to yelp, yeah. Like, ah! All right, and it's going to lunge right past you. She's like, and start swinging your, your mace around. Uh, it's so gonna, Claudette <laughs> is crouched on the floor next to that other, like, body trying to study it when that happens. I think she's going to fall on her ass. Okay. <laughs> And oh, it's see, going... Ivy's kind of keeping her eye backwards, yes! waiting for Liadin. So, she, can Ivy make like notice this going you can know, down? You notice that she's screaming, yeah. Okay, <laughs> Ivy would like to go assist. Okay, go. Uh, so, go ahead. Um, so, what are you doing? You're are you just gonna rush over? Yeah. So, rushing down the corridor, you see a dismembered hand leaping at your friend. Well, uh, leaping at your shoot it! Shoot it with my crossbow. Okay, you may do so. You will have disadvantage because it is quite small and nimble. Okie dokie. That's just me deciding that. That's fine. <laughs> oh, um, hmm, let's get? see. I, well, I rolled a four, so then I add plus six, so that's a do 10. I, am I can allowed I to play? My, can I spend my determination to make a 13? Will that 13 hit? I mean, I can't tell you that before you spend it. I would like to use my determination to shoot the hand. Okay, because if you didn't, I'd, I'd have to see if I could legally play Yakety Sax at this point. Yes, spend your determination. Make me, Sweet. make me. Okay, so there is a damage roll that you can make now. Go ahead and roll me damage. Yep. Um, and since I'm still holding the crossbow, it gets lightning too. So it's gonna get. It's, a, it's gonna be a okay. shocking, Beautiful. shocking grasp of something else. Oh god. <laughs> um, that's gonna be. Math is hard. Seven points of piercing and two lightning damage. All right, so you are going to right through the center of its hand, uh, pinning it. Actually, it's going to be leaping like this, so it's going to catch it right through the top of the hand, pinning it to the wall. Its last gesture as you begin to is it's going to give you the finger before it dies. <laughs> and just sag against the wall. It is uh, in your grave vision. If it's still lingering at all, you'll be able to tell that it is dead, dead. Leaving. Jeez. Um, okay. Yeah, that was surprisingly nimble for a dead hand. I've uh, never seen an undead hand actually animate on its own. Me neither. Is that common? I will come I echoing know. down the, the corridor towards you. <laughs> is this common? Do I know if this is common? Uh. <laughs> Crawling claws. Arcana, religion. That's a religion roll. Um, I have no idea. Yes. That's an eight. Yes, probably? it is. It's pretty. It's probably. Maybe. I assume it's common. Anything can animate with a bit of, what? like, necromancy. What drew you right? to looking at this hand? 
And Leo's going to take a step forward carefully and pick up the thing it dropped. Okay. <clears throat> it's a small pouch. And as you pick it up, you can hear the sound of stone clinking inside. She'll open it up and take a look. Uh, there are four uncut, unpolished gems inside. Ooh. Uh, there are sparkling quartz. Actually, a mix of gold, green, and blue. Two gold, one green, one blue. Hmm. They look like they might be worth some money. Hmm. Yeah, she'll she'll pocket that. Okay. So I will kind of give her a look. <clears throat> Find anything? What? Maybe we'll see. I have to see if at a if it's worth anything, mm. or maybe it was just a lure for unsuspecting travelers. Yes, it's a good thing. Uh, I was there to help uh, shoot that thing. I would have had took it. You, you took, yeah, but it took you by surprise. Uh, so, Amy, add to your sheet mm-hmm. four adv- uh, adventurite. Four adventurite? Yep, yeah, so adventure without the D. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So, Claudette's investigating that body. Okay. Mm-hmm. As you do so, can you make me, uh, give me a religion roll? My religion. Uh, 17. You're not 100% sure what this is, but it seems... It seems like an evolved version of a zombie. Almost... Looking at this, it's like a person that's been transmogrified into a zombified yeti. But this was once a person. You can see the places where various, like there's a heart-shaped mom tattoo on its shoulder underneath the frozen, underneath the frozen, well, I mean the ice, um, that isn't, that wasn't melted by the first fire blast. As you're looking at it as well, the body seems to be in a heightened state of decomposition. It's impossible to tell how long it's been dead, but at least a week. Necromatic energies are leeching out of it as it begins to crumble before you. It was animated by something awful. And being this close to it is quite uncomfortable. The stench is nearly unbearable, but at least the cold is beginning to set in again now that it has been, well, killed. Okay, but it looks like it was originally human. You think so? You think that this might be... You seem to remember a story of something called um, a Wintergast? How do you spell that? Uh, Wintergast. Mm. But you just, you, you say it more German. Wintergast. Similar stories of Yetis, Windigo, and other cannibal corpses. They all seem to be in the same family of uh, cannibalism mythology. Particularly noteworthy in cold climates where people have to resort to things they normally wouldn't. But looking at this, this is what you think it might be. Um, You would take a sample of this, but I would suggest you probably don't want that on you. Okay. Zoli is going to sketch it. Okay. Like real rough sketch. 
is going to push by Talfrin, look at the ground behind him and go, Oh, my trap. And is going to lean down and pick up a buried bear trap. Mm. She's going to slam it into the ground a couple of times, knocking ice off of it. It's frozen. It cuts, it shuts right in front of her face. Smart thinking. Setting traps. Yes, was testing. Still good. Still good. It's still good. Good shot back there, by the way. Yes, Zoli. Zoli good at everything. Yes, Zoli very useful. Useful, beautiful, and smart. Very much. Exactly. What are the rest of you doing? It's going to fuss over lead in a little bit. Okay. Right. Are you you okay? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Put it. I'm I'm fine. Are you okay? An undead hand flung itself at you. Come on. Yes. Well, it missed. Greatly. Okay. I'm, I'm fine. Ugh. Are you done you poking any, at like, the zombie? Do you have any cinnamon oil? This thing stinks. I mean, it's or a peppermint? corpse. Do you have peppermint still? Uh... Leiden will root through her bags and see if she has anything. (laughs) Probably some fragrances or something. You've got clove for sure. She'll hand it over. I've yes, clove. (laughs) She's gonna dab it like right under her nose. (laughs) Thank you. You make more use out of that than I do, and I'm the one dealing with all the bodies. Uh, Telfren's gonna suck up his pride and ask if anybody has any healing. Elixirs or something. Oh, I unfortunately don't. Oh, uh, very, very well. Uh, reach up and p- uh, put a hand on him and hit mm-hmm. him with a cure wounds. Oh, I did not think to get any of those. Lead in. Thank you. you. To get some and you're going to next ta- time we stop. Toffin's going to take yeah. eight points uh, of healing as uh, as she looks up and gives him a wink. Oh, that's a lot of healing. Thank you, friend. I got you. <laughs> Thank you. How are we feeling? Are we good to push on? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. About fifty-fifty. Cool. Let's go. I'm guessing that's what they were mentioning about these zombie things that this worm creates. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Worm, worm make the bad things. Do you remember Maybe how many of them engineer. there were? Really? Don't like this worm. A couple more? Yeah. Couple. Were... Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Dwarf, another human, maybe more. Well, if so. we can leech them out slowly and kill them one by one, that'll make dealing with the worm much easier. Hmm. Everybody stay on your guard. Yes. Looking around, you see that there are two passages that you can go through. To the north, it looks like it branches off again, creating another Y-shaped intersection. Which way are you headed? To the west or north? Leon's gonna try and look for tracks. This is not her strong Mm -hmm. suit, though, so someone is better at it than she is. I will, I can, I'd like to make a check too, if possible. Like, okay, can so I assist? Let's look at the the kobold and ask which way are we supposed to go to get to your friends? She'll point to the north. Sure. 
Maiden's gonna just look to see, make sure there's nothing gonna sneak up on us from okay. that other pathway. Um, um, so Ivy, if Leiden is helping, you can make me a survival roll flat. Um, because I also get uh, advantage on to track Fey, Fiend, or Undead. Is there were many of those? Okay. Um, one second. Hunting is what she does. This is her fair, job. Fair enough, yeah. It's almost in the name. Yeah, yeah it's almost, <laughs> yeah. almost like it. Yep. Uh, no, it does not help you. Okay, cool. So I'll just make a flat roll then? You'll just make a flat roll because the ground here is very frozen. Mm, okay. Whoops, I accidentally minimized the window. That's not helpful. Um, 14. 14? Mm-hmm. You'll see the very, the bare trace of scratches along the walls. Similarly to the one that this creature made. On which wall? The west wall or the north wall? Mm-hmm. Well, it made the one on the west wall, but it looks like it's been prowling around here, leaving marks. It looks like it's been here for quite some time, but you find more scratches to the north. I think the north is a good way. Okay. All right. Keep an eye behind us. Sure. Let's go. All right. Continuing on to the north. You'll find that the path branches out to the west again after another 20 feet. The north still continues. You'll find yourselves at another junction within a moment Mm -hmm. as you go down this winding corridor. A bit of bit of that fungus roils and glow or not roils uh, glows in front of you and you can hear the sound of scraping coming down the hall uh, can I get uh, what's everybody's passive perception does anybody have a passive perception of 14 or higher 14 you're going um what I forget what you add for passive perception. Assume that you roll a ten. Okay. Eleven. Eleven. Oh. Claudette. She's small and not very perceptive. Claudette, what's your passive? Twelve. Okay. Leiden, in the distance, you think you can hear this strange sound. Water splashing and what sounds like electricity. Off. Up. I hear something. And she's gonna push her way forward and kind of try and get a look around. Okay. As you come up, there's a, a large 10 foot wide branching passage off to the west and northward, another passage. It looks like it opens into a larger room. As you come up to this junction and glance around the corner, you'll be able to see in the distance. You have a dark vision of 60 feet, right? I do, and my I do have the light on my shield still. Okay. That lasts for like over an hour, an hour. As you glance over to the right, you'll see another one of these winter ghasts prowling along the shore of a small subterranean pond. Okay, she will very quickly pull herself back up against the wall and like cover her shield. You can see that it was looking across at what looks like a, another encampment, a much larger one. Hmm. Lightning was arcing over the surface of that pond. 
Where's Zoli at the moment? Zoli is at the back of the group, kind of hanging around the corner. Hmm. She's going to sort of motion with her hand and head, just be like, it's right just over there. That, There's another one. That's home. Cobalt home. Hmm. That's where we live. Do you... She'll try and... Try, as quietly as she can, like... Um, do you have lightning traps? Mm, brother does. We have generator. Keeps electricity on. For heat in winter. I th- okay. I can hear that. Um, Good. Hopefully... Hopefully they're okay. Hmm. Um, and she'll see, like, around the corner, uh, roughly an estimate number of feet, and, like, by the barricades, I think, is what she saw. About 40 feet ahead of you? Yeah, about 45 feet. Hmm. <clears throat> and just one moment, please. As you're <laughs> all saying this, what's everybody else doing? Um, listening to the report from Claudette, basically, and I guess looking to uh, think of what the best thing to do is. Yeah, same. Um, Claudette's kind of like one you're listening to lead in, but she's also looking up this passageway across directly across from her. Mm-hmm. It looks Seeing. like it. It looks like it loops around. Trying to see if there's anything there. Not that she can see much. But she's kind of keeping an eye in that direction. And since we're standing and listening behind us as well. Mm. So if something comes charging out of there, she would have 15 feet notice or thereabouts. Sounds good. Yeah, I think Ivy's going to kind of hug the wall, kind of coming up closer to lead in and seeing if they can she can hear anything besides like coming from the other direction. Make me a perception roll. the water. Yes. You can hear the sound of dripping water in the distance. And that's all. There are things in the darkness that are scraping, but you can only hear your allies. Leiden, what do you do? What does everyone do? We go. Yeah, I think so. We'll pick, like, ready her crossbow, and we'll, at least at the moment, she'll be like, keep an eye out down the other corridor, and then she's gonna, yeah, step out, and she's gonna try and shoot the darn thing. Sounds good. I I can can watch your six, if you need. 
Can you, as you step out around the corner and level yep. your crossbow, you'll notice movement over your shoulder behind you in the passageway to the west. <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> uh, your crossbow is up and ready to fire. You can divert its aim at this point, but as you glance back over your shoulder, you are going to see an immense, long, creeping slug. A huge one with... with these ridges down its back that sparkle like ice. A gas... a grass... Pardon me, a gasping hole at the end of one side of it serves as a mouth. Long tendrils dripping icy black goo. Uh, can I get an initiative roll off of everyone, please? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to write it. That is the winter cast. Oop. 21. Oh, so I'll put it in the chat. Put it in the chat, please. Mm. Okay, and then. Oh, God. Okay, so... Okay. So, since Leiden was the was already acting before initiative was called, does she still get able to get a Yep, you'll still get off? yours off, and then we'll, uh, we'll start acting. Okay, and, uh, who, what do I... Okay, that's bad, that's bad. Um, I think she's... Oh, um, I think she's still going after the, uh, the one she was initially aiming at. Because she was already firing, I think. Okay, sounds good. Go ahead, Telfrin. Then. Um, will a 17 hit yes, the winter, winter guest or whatever it's called? It absolutely will, and then... And then it's gonna do... Oh, where's my dice? Holy crap. Okay, what have I there done? we go. Sorry, had to do my initiative list real quick. Uh, it's... Five points of piercing damage. Okay. Alright, you fire a bolt into the back of the Wintergast. Your bolt flies pure and true into its back, dealing five points of damage, you said? Yep, piercing. Okay. It slams into its back, and then as that happens, you are going to hear it scream, which echoes deep into the corridor. As that happens, <laughs> you are going to you turn around. This can. tremendous worm ambles into view, <laughs> as do several bodies that lurch off the ground and begin moving toward you old excavators, miners, and several dead kobolds begin to move toward you as the winter gas turns around and hisses. You're in a bad situation, and it's only going to get worse, which we'll find out after this break. Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back. Time to get some more water. Oh, man. Hi there. Have too much money? Looking to give some away? Did you know that Dorktales has a Patreon? You can go to patreon.com slash dorktales and give money for exclusive perks like exclusive podcasts, warm fuzzy feelings in the cockles of your heart, shoutouts at the end of podcasts, and more! To learn more about how to help Dorktales, go to patreon.com slash dorktales. End of ad! Hello everyone and welcome back to Reign of Emrys here on Dorktales. When we last left our party, they were about to get into some trouble, and let's make it double. All right, as combat begins, you see that the Rhyme Worm is coming down from the north. This Wintergast now has been alerted to your presence by your attack 
as you are as you are in the midst of this, all of you have your weapons ready and are looking around for the danger. Let's swip and switch into the map frame. And let's turn this down just a tiny bit. All right. Top of the initiative, Claudette, what are you doing? Uh... Blade song. <laughs> Blade song. All right, that cut. Yes. Is that a bonus action? Uh, bu, 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 one sec. Bonus action. Yes. Okay, sounds good. All right, you see the rhyme worm approaching. Well, you can you see several zombies lurch out of the shadow. A kobold directly to the north, and what looks like a dwarf with one hand shambles around the corner to the north as well. Um. Leiden fired off a shot to the right down the eastern corridor and then pointed down the western and said, Worm! And ducked back <laughs> out of view. Yeah, slammed herself okay. against a wall, basically. Um, so that zombie kind of directly in front of me is 45 feet away, it looks like. It looks like it's 45 feet away from you. The kobold one, it has a direct line of sight to you. What well, do you 55, do? 55, sorry. That's still um, less than 60. That one, does it look like it's one of the frozen ones? It looks... Um, or just normal zombie. Normal. This is not a winter ghast. Okie dokie. Uh, this looks like uh, one of the ones, like the halfling you fought earlier. Okay. Um, Ray of Frost. Ray of Frost? Fantastic. All right. Because that is actually an attack roll. Uh, that... Okay. No, Go you ahead. don't have any save. That's too bad, because I rolled a five. Uh, uh, ba -ba. 22 to hit. 22 to hit is an absolute hit. Roll me damage, please. Uh, five damage. Five. So it's slowed by 10 feet and for until the start of my next turn and uh, cold damage. All right, sounds good. The cold damage strikes into it, beginning to freeze its limbs. It takes a step forward as it... And as it does, you hear the sound of its bones beginning to break as its feet are frozen to the floor. All right, so bonus action. Are you doing any movement besides that five-foot step? Um, you could push all the way up to the front of the party if you'd like. I don't need to just yet, so I'm going to wait to see what happens, I think, okay. before I start shifting too much. In fact, I might just step back five feet. All right, sounds good. But it's still inside distance. of its range. All right, Very, it is your turn. What are you doing? Okay, so I can't see this thing from where I am. Not from back there. No, you can't. Damn. Okay. You can uh, see the winter ghast around the corner. I can see the winter ghast around the corner. And I mean, I may as well shoot the winter ghast with my crossbow. All right. Uh, are you going to move forward to prevent it from getting any bonuses? Um. Because right now you have a large corner of rock giving it giving it extra armor. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay back a little bit. She okay. she's feeling a little hurt, um, right. and so she is being a little wary. Okay, so you've got three quarters cover at this angle. Go ahead, make me an okay, attack roll. Let's let's see if she's able to hit it. She does not hit it. She got a ten. All right, your crossbow bolt banks off of the rock behind Leiden's head and and plummets over against the northern wall of the side passage. All right, anything with your bonus action? Um, 
she's going to actually uh, direct Crux to move away a little bit to free up some more space for Talfin okay. and Claudette as well. Okay, sounds good. Because he's super squishy right now, too. Okay. All right, so that is going to be your action unless you're doing any more movement. Uh, no, that's it. Okay. The zombie that Claudette cast Ray of Frost is going to lurch forward, and you're going to hear an awful shattering ice noise as it breaks its own foot off to continue hobbling forward on raw, open, exposed bone. Five feet, ten feet, fifteen feet, twenty feet, it ambles forward, this frozen kobold. Around the corner, a dwarf, similarly frozen, lurches into view, pushing past its ally... And, uh, oh, actually, it only has 25-foot movement anyway, because it's a dwarf. Around the corner as well, another zombie lurches into range. And is going to make a strike at Ivy. Shoot. Uh, Ivy, that is a 20 to hit you. That, that, that'll hit. That'll a zombie hit. lurches around the, the, the corner and smashes you in the side of the head for four points of bludgeoning damage. Ouchie. Okay. And that is all the zombies can do this turn. Boop, boop, boop. This is a human-shaped one. A woman who looks like she was in her 30s. Kind of a Rosie the Riveter kind of vibe to her. But her face is icy cold. Her eyes glazed over with frost. Okay, and that is zombie number two for my edification. Okay, and Ivy, it's your turn. This zombie is directly in front of you. What do you do? Um, shoot, I... Okay, I'm fine. Mm, 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 mm. Fine, I will. I was gonna fucking curse that worm. Um, let me see in a second. How far away is that from 35? I think that's not quite my range of my curse. Yeah, 30 feet. Shoot. Okay. I mean, you could step up and around. If you got, if you got just on the other side of this zombie, you'd be able to do it. But you'd take. So like, but staying in. I wouldn't be able to leave melee range to cast it if I went forward five feet. You'd have diagonally. to go, you'd have to go, yeah, you could dance around it. Yeah. Okay. You can, so you can step forward, staying inside of its range. Yeah. Okay. So she's going to do that. She'll make a kind of step forward. Um, and as a bonus action, she is going to um, cast her blood maledict curse at okay. the worm. What's it save? And, and it doesn't save. Oh, it just always it, works? Yeah, it just always works. It has to have blood, though. Yeah. All right. So, if it has blood, and I'm going to choose to amplify this curse, too, so I will take a d4 of damage for necrotic, or, you know, not necrotic, but... Um, I'll take a d4 of damage. Sweet, roll the one. So to amplify, this is my blood curse of bloated agony. Hmm. Um, you curse a creature that you can see within 30 feet of you to painfully swell until the end of the next turn. Amplifying, this curse will now last for a minute. So for the duration of this curse, the creature has disadvantage on strength and dexterity ability checks, suffers 1d8 necrotic damage if it makes more than one melee or ranged attack during his turn. Okay. If it has blood in this actually works. So okay. um, she'll look at that, do that, and then she will hit this, um, make an attack with her scimitar. 
at this bad boy in front of her. Okay, you reach out and you see the worm resist your malediction for a moment and then its body begins to swell slightly because slugs have a type of blood called hemocyanin. Ooh. Yeah, it, cool. it glows blue in the dark, actually. Ah, that's really? awesome. Yeah, Google, do do slugs have blood? And you'll see a picture of it. It's pretty neat. Sweet. So yeah, she's going to like mumble in abyssal and just kind of, her eyes will kind of glow purple for a second <laughs> and she will cast... She'll cast on that, and then she'll take a swing with her sword. Um, she doesn't. She I haven't activated the crimson right. That's another bonus damage, so it'll just be a regular swing with this bad boy. Sounds good. Um, so that will be do 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 do. Oh. oh, that is that's nice. I rolled a natural nineteen on that, so that'll okay. be a twenty-three to hit him. That is a twenty-three to hit. That is a definite hit. Roll me damage Sweet. on the woman indirectly in front of you. Cool. Oh, that's nice. That's max. That's gonna be ten points of piercing damage. Ooh, a good hit as you stab into her frame. She rattles in your face. <laughs> as you drive your blade into her frozen chest. All right, so is that any more movement? Uh, no, because I don't want okay, to. Okay, Talfrin, you are up. What do you do, my friend? All right, I'm going to get in there. I am is going to- Is it time to... to rage? I think it's time to rage, man. Okay, roll me and a d8. I'm going to, hold on, hold on. I'm just going to move up first, take Ivy's spot, and then, mm. yeah, we're gonna rage. Uh, wow, if I can find one. Oh, there's one. Okay. And we got six. What does it do? As Talfrin begins to enter this surging wild rage, his hair becoming messy, his glasses fogging over, a multicolored protective barrier wraps around him. So much so that this prismatic wall actually extends outward. Uh, And... There we go. It has a radius. Okay. Uh, what color would this be? I'm going to say it's green. Yeah, I was going to say green. Actually, earlier I was like, I feel like green is Talfrin's color. Uh- <laughs> I feel so too. Okay. So one sec. I'm just going to adjust this real quick. So should be a five foot radius. Okay. So just for sake of ease, if you are... Oh, no. it's when We were within 10 feet. No, I was right. Uh, so Talfrin, you have a plus one to your armor class for the remainder Perfect. of the, for the remainder of the rage. Also, I have set up a ten foot circle around you. Any ally within that circle also has a plus one to AC. Nice. As your prismatic wall reaches out to them, uh, you are all going to feel yourself kind of shielded by Talfrin's strange magics. Cool. That's I'll do awesome. a slightly lighter green. There we go. That's not quite as intrusive. Perfect. Okay, so there you go, Talfrin. That is up now. Make me an attack roll. This place is weird. Yeah, I'm going to slash at that. Yeah, it's uh, totally the place. It's totally the place. It's 17. It's going to be a 22 to hit. Which I assume does. Oh, yes, absolutely. Sorry. I was... (laughs) I was checking checking a bit of math, and I was like, oh, Caitlin has this. It's fine. Oh, wait. I'm running the game. Oh, (laughs) Um, 10. 10 points of damage? Did you remember? Yeah, did you just only, 10. Did you only roll a three? Oh, 12. 
Yeah, I was about to say, what? you gotta remember to add your rage dice and your strength. I always forget to add, I always forget that. Okay, uh, this is to the one directly in front of you. Uh, yeah. All right, you are going to slam your blade into it, um, cutting her from the top of her shoulder all the way down to her groin, basically splitting her that she's only held together by the sinew of her hip. She sags back against the wall and moves forward again. Mm definitely horribly damaged, but still barely kicking. Zombies are jerks. Okay, Talfrin, that is you. Uh, unless you have a bonus action you'd like to use. Oh, you used your bonus action to rage. What am I saying? Never mind. All right, Leiden. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Yes. You're right here. Mm-hmm. She hates this. Leiden you hate is this. very unhappy right now. So remember um, that you're a cleric, so you have a lot of other options that people don't. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just grumbling because so many of my spells cause, like do necrotic damage. <laughs> Not helpful right now. Um, I need, okay, how many feet is that from me? Because I'm looking at Turn Undead. Absolutely, Turn right Undead here. has, what's the radius it's on Turn 30 Undead? 30 feet, 30 feet. 30 feet would hit 15, 15, everything it would except hit everything. for the guest. And it would not hit the worm. It would not hit the worm, no. Yeah, but it would hit these other the other four around us. Yeah, okay. Um, I need a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Um, of fourteen. Okay. Um, you have a fifty percent success rate. Cool. Um, the ones that failed. Okay. Uh, are turned for one minute or until it takes any damage. Okay. So, turn creature must spend its, its turns trying to move as far away from me as I is it can. Cannot willingly move to a space within 30 feet of me. Also cannot take reactions. For its action, it can only use the dash action to try and escape from an effect that prevents it from uh, moving. All right, raising your, yeah. raising your symbol to the air, you use the power of the orphan to frighten mm -hmm. these undead away. Is that a bonus yes. action to use? That is an action, for because it's my channel divinity. Okay. So that is my channel divinity used. Okay. Um, so yeah, she will um, grab her symbol of the orphan. She will lift her shield up with its light and just sort of like glowing eyes, mist creeping out, and we'll just kind of like try and get into like spook off. That sounds kind of great. Like whispering it, at on the, the count of three. If zombies. you want to say "be gone," I'll help you. One, okay. two, three. Be, be, be gone. gone. Yeah, get that nice stereo sound effect there. All right. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, and anything with your bonus action? No. Okay. All right. Uh, it is the Rhyme Worm's turn. The Rhyme Worm is going to advance uh, and is going to lash out. Uh, that is going to be Ivy and Talfrin or Leiden. I'm just going to roll a dice. Talfrin, you're low. Okay. All right, so this is going to be... Okay, uh, Ivy, I have a 25 to hit you. Talfrin, I have a 10 to hit you, so that's not going to hit... From and here, it will now take a D8 of necrotic damage. It will. As it, uh, as it lashes out, its tendrils elongate, slashing across the room to you. You see that necrotic energy pours into it, and then out of it. It is going to deal you some damage, my friend. Shoot. That's uh, not good. 
Okay, you are going to take nine points of slashing damage. Mm-hmm. And that is actually all that is going to happen right there, but I'm going to use my Hurt Them War right now because I'm in a nice range right now. Oh, no. Uh, so that is a... Actually, it's going to move. Because it can't tech... Yeah, it's a slug. It can move there. I'll allow it. Uh, and it is going to... I need Claudette, Very, and Talfrin to make me a... Uh, a constitution saving throw. Oh. As it lurches forward, its tendrils wrapped around Ivy's wrist. Uh, you're going to be able to pull yourself from its like slimy tendrils, but you're going to feel this cold sickness kind of oozing off of your bracers. Oh, um, Kelly, I forgot that I read longer. Um, you can make a con save at the end of the slug's turn to try and break my curse. Okay, too, sounds just good. Okay, wait, so it's hitting Claudette? It is. It raises its mouth up and sprays rotten flesh and black ice in your direction. Gross. I got uh, a 24. It is a line attack that is going to... Oh, I am... I'm at, wait one sec. Uh, actually, Claudette, you are out of its range. I was going to say, like, that's you, surprising. It's just me and Ivy. Okay. No, it's going to be Ivy and Talfrin. It's a straight line here. Or probably Very and Talfrin. Very and Talfrin. So, what did you two get? 24. 22. 22? Okay, so this is going to be... Okay, oh my god. Oh, that sounds bad. Well, you're not blind. That's good. Oh, that's uh, good. Yeah. yeah, you're not blinded by this, but this is still going to be very painful, and I'm sorry in advance for that. Hit it. Okay, so I have one hurt some more left. Okay. Uh, you all are going to take... Let me just make sure I'm reading this correctly. Spray slivers of ice in a 30-foot long and 5-foot wide line. All creatures in the line take 26 points of necrotic damage and are blinded. Okay. Well. A, uh, that, let's see, a constitution saving through prevents the blindness. Uh, yep. So that is going to strip down the way, dealing 26 points of damage to y'all. Okay. Are well. you still up? No. Oh, no. God, no. God, no. Okay, so you two are going to drop to the ground. I only have 28 at max. Okay. Zoli is going to rush into range on her turn, see this horrible thing, and is going to deploy the shredder. You can make a con save too, Kelly. All right. If you want. It did not succeed. Uh, the shredder, or pardon me, the, yeah, the shredder. Uh, that is going to be a primes and throws a device at a point within 30 feet um, a 15 foot radius sphere oh actually they clustered perfectly for this that is beautiful okay so that is a deck save and this thing takes disadvantage on deck saves you said okay that's great okay let's make some zombie saves not a single thing succeeded that is amazing Okay. Uh, she grabs her only shredder, uh, throws it, and everything in this area is going to take 13 points of piercing damage. Ooh. And anyone that falls prone in the center of the room here is going to take 2d6 damage from the fall. 
So I wish there was a way to draw a circle here. But if you seem like you can only draw so that is going to be this is a rough terrain now We're directly in front uh, so all of the zombies are going to go down to and that is 14 points of damage sorry just doing some zombie math you know how it is uh, yeah. and then rhyme worm is down to 100. Okay. Okay. And with that, uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30. Uh, the Wintergast is going to charge from the side, running as close as it can. Uh, you know what? It's pretty dumb. It's going to run right all the way up to engage in combat. Uh, but it is not able to act because it is a mindless brute. Now we are at the top of the initiative now. Oh, Zully's going to also jump back behind cover because she's not dumb. Um, Claudette, it is your turn. What do you do? Um, do I think that a zombie could be poisoned? Uh, no. I think that that's, okay. it doesn't have a circulatory system that's working. Okay. Um, well, on that note then, um, magic missile. Okay. On whom? The worm or the winter ghast or the zombies? Uh, that zombie that I think is right up there. <laughs> okay. Ba -ba -ba, so that's a D4 per dart. Okay. Okay. Oh, hot damn. Max damage. Okay. Uh, you are so going to slam into the... it with your bolts. Here we go. 15, 15 points of damage. 15 points of damage. All right. You are going to slam into it, and it is going to collapse to the ground, apparently dead for real this time. Okay. Are you doing anything else with your other actions? Movement or bonus? Um, no, I think I'm going to stay back here. Okay. don't think I have any bonus actions I can use. Sounds good. Now we are down very... All right, so very. I've made a death save for you. Uh, zombies. Uh, this zombie is going to move back 20 feet. This zombie is going to move back 30 feet. This the zombies, zomb if they take damage, um, that are no longer turned. Oh, they aren't. Yeah. Ah, crap. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. That's okay. Uh, they are going to rush at very then. Oh, probably Ivy. Uh. Yeah, three of them surrounding you. So, Whoa. Ivy, let's see Rip. if you if you can dodge this. Does okay? Question. Yeah. I guess it's only while Talfren is raging that is one plus one AC it is, thing. It works. is gone Dang. now. Dang. Uh, two of them are going to lurch at you and uh, try to strike you. You are going to dodge out of the way, but the last one is going to manage to to hit you full body with a critical hit. Oh no. Uh, and that is going to be four points of bludgeoning damage as it punches you directly in center mass. Okay. 
Okay, now we are down to Ivy. It is your turn. What do you do? Um. <laughs> Three zombies and the winter ghast are surrounding you on all sides. You, they surge at you. The winter ghast hisses yeah, coldly. Yeah, this is not great. You are in a bad situation. You are flanked by one downed ally and another just yep, behind you. Concerning her, but she's also a little surrounded at the moment. So as a bonus action, she's gonna um, take her scimitar and do the old cutty cutty on her forearm and ignite her crimson right, okay. and her blade will surge with lightning energy. Oh, that's so nice! I only take one damage from that's my. That's always dice. good. That's always nice. So we're down to beep. It's scary. Um, and yeah, she will make an attack on... Titan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think she will go for the uh, Widowgast. All right, the, winter, the Wintergast? All right, make the me an attack roll. Make me an attack roll. The Wintergast. Um, come on. 17. 17 is a hit. Roll me damage. Perfecto. That's going to be eight points of piercing damage and two points of lightning damage as she goes and tries and stabs it in the face with her scimitar. All right, it jolts back. This thing is bloodied. It looks like it had taken some electrical damage before, probably from interacting with that pool over on the right, but now it looks um, verifiably bloodied and damaged as it snarls in your face. Uh, Kelly? Yeah. Quick note, I was just reading up on the homunculus. Mm -hmm. um, if I am incapacitated, it can take any action and okay. not just its base dodge. So I'm wondering if. Uh, yeah, if we'll I hop can back to you in a sec. With him when, when I'm All right, good. Ivy, uh, are you doing anything else with your round or is that it? No, that's it. He's my okay. action and bonus action. I don't want to move right now. That's. Um... Fair. All right, so Talfren is unconscious. What is Crux doing? Um, so he's going to come up to here. Uh, just a little bit, a little bit further up, and he is going to make a force attack okay. on the Vintagast. Okay. Uh, so here we go for the roll. Uh, that's going to be a 15 to hit. Okay, that will be a hit. All right, so he's going to use his wings to go foof, foof, to get... 1d4 plus PB force damage. Mm, peanut butter. Yes. So I add two to that, so that will be five damage. Five damage, all right. It is struck by your force damage. Okay, it's within 30 feet, awesome. Cool, all right, so that is its action. Beauty. Uh, and then he's gonna duck over here. Okay, uh, It can. your force damage slams into it. The uh, gust of force pushing past Ivy's shoulder. Uh, Talfren, time to make a death save, my friend. Here we go. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Sorry. Uh... Talfren lies on the ground, bleeding. Leoden, what do you do? So, as I understand it, because I can use uh, Spare the Dying as a bonus action, I should be able to cast it twice. Because uh... it's a cantrip for me. And because with so spell, you... with with casting time, bonus action, and I can use the other one as an action. That would take my whole turn, but I could do it and stabilize both of them. 
You could. You uh, you could use Spare the Dying and then cast a like a full action spell to heal one of them and bring them back to their feet, can't you? No, if you use a bonus action to cast a spell, the other one um, has to be a cantrip with a max casting oh, time does it? one action. Even, even if the yep. bonus action is a cantrip? Well, it doesn't specify for it's, that. It's, it just says if you have a, you can only mm. cast, yeah. That, I mean, it's your call if you want to let me do that, but bonus action... Spell cast bonus action, especially so if you must use it to on your turn to cast a spell, provided you haven't already taken a bonus action, and you can't cast another spell during the same turn except for a cantrip with a casting yeah. time of one action. Uh, so yeah, I'd allow you to cast that twice if you because it is a it is a cantrip. So it's, yeah, it's a cantrip for me, and it I use it as a bonus action, so I can use. So it you could you a, cast spare the dying right now. Strategically raising them back up to their feet might be a smarter idea. But I can only get one of them. You can only yeah. get one of them, but you have another round before another one of True. before they risk getting close to death. True. Do you need um, do you need to make sure that they survive to be overwhelmed by zombies or do you need an extra need fighter a fighter up? Fighter back on. Probably need a fighter back up. Yeah. In I that the, case, um, I'm going to cast cure wounds as a second level spell. Okay. And if and, he's a and I'm going to cast it on Talfrin because Talfrin's closer. Okay. And because you know, fighty fighty. Mhm. And so I autumn if he's at 0 doing death saves, then he should automatically be taking 16 hit points. 16 hit plus points, my, Tal. Plus my spellcasting ability modifier, which is plus three, plus four, plus four. Plus four? So 20. Okay. So he's 20 health. Oh yes, because you're grave and that's the best one. Yep. All right, Talfrin, uh, you awaken you. with 20 hit points. You are oh, out of shit. rage. Yep. But you, you are- You know what I have one more of? Oh, you do actually? I have one more. Okay. Oh, nice. So this Survive did take. That round, please. So it did take your action because Leiden <laughs> yeah. work went after you, but that's fine. You'll be able to act next that's round. Okay. Uh, the rhyme worm. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, it is going to lash its tendrils out at, both at Ivy this time, and it's going to move a little bit closer. Yeah. Come a little bit closer. I hit Ivy with both. Uh, the no. tendrils go whoosh, whoosh, out. And are going to, uh, first off, you are going to take some damage, my friend. You are going mm -hmm. to take four. Uh, you're going to take 14 points. Bye, of, she's down. Is she down? Yeah, I had 10, so she down. Oh, wait, pardon me, pardon me, pardon me. One sec. Yeah, it's going to take, you're going to take 14. Yeah, she down. Okay. Because uh, your AC was not 19, right? No, it was 16. Okay. Uh, you are downed. This thing is grappling you right now. It's tendrils wrapped around you, and it's slowly going to start dragging you toward its gaping mouth. Well, at least I can't see this happening to me, so, you know, that's good. It's true. You cannot. Okay. That is its turn. And now we are down to the Wintergast. Uh, the Wintergast is going to move there and strike at Leiden. Uh, Leiden, that is going to be... My AC is 15. Okay, that is, um, two hits. Please still say crit. One of them Fuck. was a crit. Fuck! Uh, we'll hope that it's a low crit. Um, I have 24 hit points. Uh, that was a pretty low crit, all things considered, actually. Claudette uh, better not be the last one. I mean, she's not a super glass cannon, but still... <laughs> Okay, uh, so you are going to take eight points of slashing damage and then are going to be bit in the side for 
a low crit of only six points of damage. Uh, that's gonna be. Oh, pardon me. None of it's necrotic, is it? No. Okay. Uh, that is going to be. Uh, six, four points of piercing and two points of cold damage. Uh, and I need you to do me a favor and make me uh, a constitution save. I... I'm gonna spend my inspiration this time. Okay. I don't trust my dice. I don't trust my dice! Fuck. Uh... We're all gonna die. <laughs> Well, um, how about, um, if I, if I spend my determination, that would give me an eight. I would, I don't think that most saving throws are below ten. I don't, I know, so I'm not going to bother. So that's okay. a six. Sounds good. You are going to feel the cold from its claws begin to, suffu to suffuse into your veins. Nothing happens. You begin to feel your body temperature slowly dropping, though. Uh, all right, into the initiative. It is Zoli's turn. Zoli is going to dig through her bag to see what she randomly has. <laughs> and here we go. <clears throat> you know what? That is fine. Um, she is going to rush up and is going to jam a vial into Vary's mouth. Yay! Uh, Vary, I need you to make me a con save. Okay. Uh, 19. 19. Sounds great. Uh, you are going to gasp as you heal six points of damage. Uh, as you have this kobold shaking you awake saying, BE USEFUL! <laughs> <laughs> and one moment uh, for the next minute. Well, for the next little bit at least. Let's roll to see what happens to you. Because she built this in a cave. Like Tony Stark. <laughs> uh, Love it. Okay. Uh, let me know if you move more than five feet. Okay. Okay. Um, you feel this like syrupy thing clinging to the side of your throat. Uh, Claudette and Leden, as this happens, you see the kobold like pouring this kind of yellowish ochre looking jelly down Vary's throat. It almost looks like a banana pudding. And um, Vary is going to kind of like lurch up and you're going to notice that like her limbs are acting kind of weird. Like she's shaking and moving a bit too much. Be useful! <laughs> Alright, top of the initiative. It is Claudette's turn. Claudette, what are we doing? Um, Claudette's gonna shriek. I'm not actually gonna do it, but she's gonna yeah. shriek. She shrieks. Eek! Well, just because Leodin just got hurt badly. This is horrifying. And she's gonna cast on the slug thing. Okay. Um, Scorching Ray initiative. Or not initiative, um, inspiration. On okay. one of the hits. Okay. Okay. This is uh, a lot of d20s to roll. <laughs> yeah, I think you have three. Yeah, plus the initiative one. Oh, yeah. Initiative one got me a nat 20. And the other ones are going to be... 
with bonus um, 22 and beautiful 21 to hit. Those are all hits, I believe. So that was 20, okay. nat, that was a nat 20, 21, right? Uh, 21 and 22. Those are definitely hits on this thing. Okay, I need my d6s. Am I right? Does someone have a drama bomb in the chat? Okay, so... I think, were they using drama bomb colloquially or did they buy one? I can't tell. Not sure. All right. Okay, so that is going to be... Not 20. Oh, someone just bought a drama bomb. All right, what is dramatic here? Okay. I mean, this is a pretty dramatic situation. This is a pretty pretty dramatic. Almost all of us have been down at like one point or another. We still have one person down, right? Just Ivy. Yeah, me. About to be eaten by a worm. It's fine, guys. Don't worry about it. Ivy, what's your hit dice? My hit dice? Yeah. D10. Yeah. Okay. All right, Claudette. What do you got? Um. So she shrieks, and she just flings her hands out three times and cast three scorching rays at the slug okay. for 41 points of fire. Holy damage. shit. One of them, what? they're 2d6 each. That's really great. There's three separate attack rolls and one of All them right. was a double for that 20. All right, so that is going to strike in the side of it. It doesn't look like it's particularly vulnerable to this, but that much damage is going to scorch it and actually is going to burn away one of the tentacles that is pulling Ivy in toward its mouth. It's still holding on with one, but it looks like it's halted that motion. Dropping- That was my only second level. <laughs> that was a great hit. This thing is bloodied. All right. Beautiful. Are you doing anything with your movement or your bonus action? There's nowhere for me to go up there. Yeah, you'd have to... There's nowhere I can stop without having to move through threatened. That's fair. Do you have a bonus action for any ranged attacks or spells? No, because I've done a full action spell. I can't... If it's bonus, it has to be a cantrip at this point. Sounds good. All right. Very. You are awake again. What do you do? Okay, so she is sick of this stuff and she wants to be helpful. Okay. Uh, so she doesn't like that worm very much. Uh, so okay. she's going to make a ranged spell attack on it. Okay. Um, she is going to get a 19 to hit. That is a hit. All right. So uh, she's going to cast Chaos Bolt uh, on, on it. And so what this is going to look like is, well, it's fire damage. Um, and it's going to be three... 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 points of damage as she uh, grabs this, looks like a grenade from her belt. Okay. Pulls it and then chucks it at this thing and it just goes poof. And then you said 13 uh, points of damage? It's 13 points of damage. Okay. And it just like, uh, this stream of fire just bolts out of this thing into the, into the slug. Um, and then she is going to hop over to the corner here okay so that she's a bit more covered from things all right um as you burn through it you're gonna burn through another one of the tendrils that was holding ivy uh thereby dropping ivy directly on her head (laughs) uh 
Ivy, that is going to be really good for you, actually. Uh, it is going to actually jog you back to consciousness. Okay. I'm using a drama <laughs> bomb to wake you back up. Nice. Uh, yes. What's your con? Um, my con, just one second. It is plus two. Plus two. Uh, you are going to awaken with 11 hit points. You burned two of your short rest dice. Oh, nice. I'm taking control. That's cool. awesome. There. There's the drama bomb. You folks asked for it. You got it. It's bad By pure willpower, she comes back like a witcher. I mean, non-copyrighted thing. Like, like a, a witchner. Like a witch. Wi- like, like the witchest. Not just witcher. Witchest. I'm a witchest. You're the witchest. You're a witchest, Harry. Um, and you are beset upon by three zombies. Fun. That's fun. Well, like two zombies. One of them is going to go for Talfren. Oh, God. So you have 11 hit points. I'm just a yo-yo up and down and up and down. Yeah, seriously. Oh, God. Uh, you are... I wanted to have my turn. No. Uh, you are going to take eight points of bludgeoning damage. Good gosh. As okay. they start to tear into your flesh, scratching and clawing. One of them is going to launch itself at Talfren. Talfren, I have a... 17 to hit you, that is going to hit. For a massive five points of damage as it cranks you in the face. And Leiden the Wintergast is going to snarl and charge at you. Okay, that is one miss and one hit. How many hit points do you have left? Ten. Oh boy. Jesus. Oh boy, it's the claws lash out at you. Oh, that is... That is so good. You take nine slashing damage <laughs> as it claws into you, and I need you to make me a con save. Oh, no. So crazy. Succeed this. I'm going if- to spend my determination to make that a 14. You succeed. Good. You feel your body begin to freeze up as it claws into you. It snaps its bite directly in front of your throat, but you are going to reflexively pull up and bring your shield in front. It scrapes against your shield, but manages to scratch around, raking long claws down your arm. Uh, And with that, that is zombie turn, zombie turn, zombie turn. Oh, actually, the Wintergast acted ahead of his initiative because I was was being happy, so I'm going to spend my hurt the more to have had that happen. To be fair. Uh, Ivy, your turn is here. Oh, cool. I didn't miss it. Yay. <laughs> um, a little, the cartoon bump coming out of her uh, forehead. <laughs> um, you have the, the birds floating around your head. Yeah, looking <laughs> really, they're all like, hmm, fuck. Oh, yeah. fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. They're all like just little Geralt <laughs> birds. Oh, my God. <laughs> One of them's in a bird bath, just kind of chilling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel that. I wish I was you, a bird. Um, okay, cool. I'm 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 gonna go stab a zombie. Um Sounds real hard, good. Hopefully. Or the winter ghast is right next to you. Um I will go for the winter ghast, actually, yeah. She's yeah. I... <laughs> Remember folks, strategy. Don't spread yep. your damage. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, she will kind of like turn around and swing her scimitar. Um Oh, I guess I would have I guess technically gone unconscious. The wording for my crimson right is anytime I like consciously let go of it or put the weapon away. So 
would your call be that my crimson right would not be active on my Usually blade? effects end when you go unconscious. Yeah, okay, cool. So as a bonus action, oh god, oh god. Yeah, as a bonus action, I'm gonna take a chance and not roll you, four of my you, hit dice. Do you have enough hit points to do this? I have three, I probably shouldn't, no, I have three. You have to roll a shouldn't. d4? Yep. Yeah, because you, you have a 50% chance of knocking yourself 50% chance, yeah, that's true. That's stupid. Yeah, no, so I won't I mean, do that. your call. If you want to do it, you no, can. No, I won't. It was, I, I was thinking if it was a, I was a the chat not 50%. No. I, yeah, no, I probably won't. I won't Always do that. Always listen to the chat. Wait, no. No. So I will do that. I'm going to spend my inspiration to roll with advantage. Okay. So, yeah, with my three hit points, Ivy looking very confused and battered. And the Geralt bird's going, fuck. It's a crit, one? baby! Alright, roll me, roll me double. Roll me double! Alrighty. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I've, I've been forgetting to do things with my freaking sword again. For one, I rolled... I forgot to add my plus two. Every time. Fuck. Oh, okay, cool. So um, it's 2d6 plus your strength. Yes. Wasn't it... A or finesse dex. weapon? Yeah. Yeah, it was finesse. Yeah. Yeah. But then I also took um as my dueling style, I got I get out of I took a dueling, so I get plus two damage rolls. Okay. So I've been creating out my plus two every time. Um so got? that's gonna be a five, nine, eleven points. Eleven of points of damage. You are going to slash its fingers off of its right hand as it leers back to scratch you. Its fingers are going to drop to the floor and begin wriggling around like small icicles of death. It is going to scream directly in your face. Do you have any other actions you'd like to take? I have no actions other than moving, but if I move, I'm going to take opportunity attacks and go down. It's true. Go down. Anyway, so I think... Just hold, hold the line? Yeah, just hold the line. Okay. Sounds... Damage sponge, let's go. Someone heal me later. Sounds good. Leiden. Uh, sorry, Talfrin, you are up again. Then it's Leiden. What do you do, my friend? Oh, hide back up. I think it's time to rage, so I have to go back to the screen. That's okay. So, entering your blood rage again. Roll me a d8. Alright. Do you have three rages at this level? I do, because I'm level three. Uh, oh, god. I got a seven. Flowers and vines grow around uh, you. That sucks. <laughs> uh, the ground is now difficult terrain in 15 feet all around you as the ground goes. We're going to have to make an expanded list. Eight of these is not enough. <laughs> yes. All right. As the fey magic of your whatever, um, your Irish nature. Um <laughs> Oh, I guess true, yeah. It's basically Celt magic, right? That's like this is true. this is Celtic bullshit. Happy St. Paddy's Day. Um, <laughs> suddenly vines are going to erupt out of her feet as you enter a rage and do what you're gonna do. Alright, I'm going to try to slash that thing in the face in front of me. Oh, I really want to eat. <laughs> Alright. Uh 17. 17 is going to be a hit. Nice. And this I is the zombie directly in front of you, face. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I can hit anything else, so... Jump. Yeah, not unless oh, you use a javelin. Oh. oh, that's true, that's true. Um, so that is... Six... Four... Thirteen. 
13 points of damage, and you added your, your strength bonus and your rage bonus? Yes. Yes. Okay, hold on. It must make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> uh, you are going to bring your blade down bisecting it directly in half. It dr- falls to the ground and does not rise. Yes. Finally. Finally. Got Le- one. Leiden, it's your turn. What do you do? Oh boy. Okay. Um, I have one hit point. I feel like I should try and cure myself, but um, that feels like a waste, kind of. Um, can I... So you know what I'm going to do? This is probably a terrible plan. I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt at a second level. I think that uses my last, my last second level slot. Mm. And I want to take a five-foot step back to not provoke opportunity if you're cool with that yes i've allowed that as a bonus action in the past so that will be a bonus action so let me just double check make sure i have okay yes i do have another second level slot i can use don't do that guiding bolt this is radiant damage Um, what are you what are you hitting with this (sighs) i'm aiming for the worm i guess it's probably not the best thing to aim for but i feel like 46 radiant damage is a decent thing to try and hit it with if i hit we'll find out let's do a ranged spell attack all right and is it one attack for the entire kit and caboodle yeah okay just one and oh thank goodness okay i'm pretty sure that hits um because i'm pretty sure i add like six to that so that's a total of 24 to hit that is an absolute hit roll me damage Awesome. So I'm rolling at second level. I do an extra 1d6 radiant. So that's going to be 5d6 radiant damage. Please, 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 please work. All right. So that's 10, 15, 16, 17 radiant damage. And the next attack towards it, um, Pat, um, uh, next attack roll against the worm will have advantage. Um, All right, sounds good. It is going to take its turn now and is going to... Hmm. Do I have to make a save for freezing? You do not. Oh, good. Um, not yet. <clears throat> Let's see. Five feet. Oh, I can't move any closer right now with these damn zombies in the way. Ugh. Okay. Make the worm kill the zombies. Yeah, exactly. Kill the zombies. Yeah. yeah I think I'd rather kill Ivy. No. Oh, that's gonna be difficult to do. That's gonna be real easy. Uh, Ivy. Bye. Bye. Okay. Two more tendrils lash out at you. You fall back unconscious, and it begins pulling you forward. Uh, I am going to use my Hurt Them More, and it is going to lash out into you, and is going to pull you directly into its gaping maw. You have been eaten by the creature and are inside what? of it right now. What? Ivy, what? More like what? Unconscious me. inside of it? Unconscious you inside of it? Are. Fuck! <laughs> uh, what is your max hit points? My max? 32. 32? Okay. Uh, I'm so scared. <laughs> Let's see, so that is, okay, that was, okay, I rolled a lot of twos. Uh, You are going to take a significant amount of damage as it begins to try to consume and digest you, Uh, but, so, you are going to be at minus, minus 18. Oh, oh 
when you hit, when you hit minus 32, you're 32 auto dead. Okay. Uh, that is its turn. Uh, you have been sucked into the creature's gullet. Uh, part of you is barely visible. Uh, the winter gast is going to take its turn. Uh, actually, wait, it took its turn earlier and I spent Hertha more for that. So it is going to snarl. And uh, it is going to be Zoli's turn. Zoli is going to uh, shriek and fire a crossbow at a zombie. Because what do you do, really, right? Oh, God. Uh, Zoli is going to use an inspiration because I've decided that this NPC has one. Okay, cool. Uh, she fires a bolt that goes wide, but does not shoot Talfren in the back of the head. while making a very koboldish screech. Claudette, you are up. What happens? Okay, does this worm appear like it could be poisoned? It appears to be alive. Maybe. Apparently it had blood because the weird blood person did something that made it bloat. It is still quite bloated. Okay. Well, I will attempt ray of sickness on it. Okay. Um, range spell attack... That is 18 to hit. That is a hit. Roll me what happens. Okay, it needs to make a con save. Okay. Oh, I rolled the wrong stuff. What's, what's, I got a 15. Okay, that, that passes my save. Okay. Um, but, so it takes... 14 points of poison damage. Ooh, that is beautiful. Um, um, you... But it is not poisoned. Okay. Uh, it does look kind of green around the gills, if or horns, I guess, as it starts... It's bloated and feeling kind of sick. You know what? Actually, does your effect end if you're unconscious, the, the supernatural bloat? Um, uh, yeah, when I fall unconscious, it'd be gone the okay, first cool. time. All right, cool. Just wanted to make sure because I would have given this disadvantage because it probably would be feeling kind of sick. I mean, yeah, I mean, it says it, it does for a minute. Like, I, 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 I have to go do some more reading on how the curses work because it says it's a time thing. You know what? You know what I'm going to do? Well, I'm if it gonna doesn't have a concentration save on it, it someone, they generally someone, say if it has con on it. Someone yeah, just no, it's not. It's just a, it says it, it would last my intern, and then if I amplified it, which I did, it was a minute. Because someone just spent a drama bomb, so what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to give it disadvantage and say that your effect is still on it. Cool. Okay, I'm going to use the drama bomb to do that, which means that it failed its con save. It is now poisoned. Yep. Uh, at this point, it's going to just roll to deal with this, and it's going to botch, and it's going to vomit Ivy 15 feet toward this hole. <laughs> what? So this this is the better option. Ivy, it is sickened. It's going uh -huh. to disgorge you, and you are going to flop to the ground over on the other side of the winter ghast. No longer being digested, though. <laughs> You're welcome. <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God. That's I've been a... eaten and puked up by a worm. All right. Um, Claudette, anything else you're doing? Um... No, I still have spell slots, so I'm going to hang out back here still until I have to get in close and use Blade's thing. Blade's All right, Barry, it's your turn. What do you do? Okay, so, um, 
She is going to actually toss another... No, she is going to... She's going to firebolt the uh, Vintergast. Okay. Uh, so she is going to make a ranged spell attack. Okay. She is going to get a 19, and it is going to do things like uh, this... That's D8. This is a D10. It okay. is going to do things like take nine points of damage as she levels her little hand flamethrower and <laughs> and shoots a gout of flame at this thing. Uh, flames are going to rip across the room and strike into the Wintergast. Uh, it is going to explode as flame slams into it, dropping it to a shrinking mess. However, I need everybody inside of range of it, which means everyone except for Claudette, to make me a con save from the smell. Um, you are exempt, Ivy. Thanks. 23. 23? Good. Nine. All right. You are you are poisoned until the end of your next turn. Cool. That doesn't oh. do anything to my hit points, does it? Because it, I have It one. does not. It just means you have disadvantage. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 20. Um, 20, you're fine. Claudette, as, you are fine. Oh, and sorry. One moment. And yeah. No, crap. That means that the cobalt's poisoned as well. So Zoli is going to... And start vomiting a little on her chin. And very... Oh. Um, so, as a, as a, as a bonus action, I can tell my homunculus to go do something, and mm -hmm. for one of its reactions, it's channel magic, and it can deliver a spell that I cast that has a range of touch. You cannot do that, because you have to, it uses its action to channel a spell that you are casting. So you have to cast it on your turn, yeah. and then it will go and touch it. So it uses its reaction to you casting the spell to deliver it at point-blank range. That's the way that works. It's like a familiar. Okay, cool. Okay, I, I wasn't sure. Figured yeah, that out. So, it, so, it so can still, you it can could still... stand 100 feet away and have it cast Shocking Grasp. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, get, get, um, get it a Cloak of Invisibility and have it spook up behind people and just start delivering Shocking Grasp on their butts. Yeah, because I can also cast Spare the Dying through them, so... Mm, that's true. Mm, that's uh, so you can send it forward, um, and basically you can have it... A couple of ideas. You could send it double moving down this corridor past the zombies, and it would take attack of opportunity from one of them if it did that. Um, but yeah, you could all... What do you, what do you feel like doing with it? I guess is the um, better question. Well, I was going to see if I could go spare the dying on Ivy... You can, but, you would, you'd have to stop right next to the zombie. It wouldn't provoke, but you would next round. Well, you would have, it would be in range for it to hit it. But what's more important, your rabbit or ivy? Yeah, I'm going, I'm going to do that. I'm, uh, as a, yeah, as my bonus action, she's going to, uh, send, send the bun. Okay. I mean, you could always leave it, because it has movement, right? So you could always leave it five foot back. And then it's close enough to touch Ivy on its next turn with yeah, that spell. Yeah, and it can use um, uh, it can. So are you having it go up to Ivy and cast it right now? Uh, no, because I have to use a bonus action to tell it to move. 
Oh, okay. So I can't use that bonus action to also cast. Okay, so where are you sending it? I'm going to send it up to Ivy. Okay, so r up right next or, to her. Okay. Yeah, because I'd have to tell it to move either way. Okay, sounds good. All um, right, one of the zombies is going to take a swing at it on its turn. Here we go. What's its armor class? Uh, its armor class is... 13. 13, that is a... That's a 9, that's not a 13. Okay, it takes a swing at it. The other one is going to step forward and take a swat at Talfren. Talfren... Does an 11 hit you? Okay. Uh, then... Negative. Okay. Zombie, 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 zombie. Ivy! That face is terrifying. Okay. That's why he does it. <laughs> I know. I know. It's this is toward this gate. This whole fights is like <laughs> so up and down. Okay. I was inside a worm. I was negative eighteen. That face. Talfren, it's your turn. Oh man, I'm gonna stab this thing in the face or body. Center, center mass. We're just gonna we're gonna go. We're gonna go. We got a nat twenty actually. Oh, beautiful. Woo! Yeah. Alrighty. Oh, seven plus five. Twelve is nineteen. Nineteen? Yep. Fantastic. Smash. Uh, that is going to cut it right in half. Uh, that is going to kill it straight out. Yes. Got uh, two. <laughs> all right, you're going to nice. cut that other zombie down. Uh, Leiden, you are up. Oh, pardon me, Helfrin, are you doing anything else? You have a bonus action. Uh, I do. Actually, I'm going to use my movement to move up towards here. Okay, sounds good. Protect the bun. Protect the bun, okay. And everybody else. <laughs> all right. Uh, Leiden, it's your turn. What do you do? Cool. Um... Is Ivy down still? Ivy is still on the ground. She's not moving. Okay. Um, then I would like to cast Spare the Dying as a bonus action. Because um, I can do that at range. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to sh shoot the zombie in front of me with my crossbow, I guess. Okay. So Spare the Dying brings me to zero. So it stabilizes yes. me? So you should be stabilized now, yes. The spell fails. Cool. Oh, no. Ivy's dead. Well, her, her I'm gonna body shoot lays that prone on the ground. I can deal with that after. Right now, there's a zombie, and I will uh, shoot it for a natural twenty. A natural um, twenty or an unnatural twenty? An unnatural should hit it. I'm assuming, okay. and then that's gonna be. I think that was should be six piercing. Six piercing is going to strike it. That is how many hit points it had left, too. So let's find it. Does it succeed? Your bolt is actually going to crank through its eye, and the zombie is going to drop to the ground officially dead. <laughs> it failed its save. Good job. Okay, now it is the rhyme worm's turn. The rhyme worm is going to move forward, and I'm gonna see if I can recharge my black ice. 
I cannot. Uh, so instead, I'm going to make two attacks against my buddy Talfrin here. One miss and one hit. One of these lashes ducks right by your ear. The other one lashes out to you. And that is going to be a d6. Okay. You are going to take nine, which turns into four points of slashing damage, Talfrin. Are you still up? Oh, yeah. All right. It lashes out at you, barely connecting as it rushes forward. Uh, it is... Zoli's turd. Zoli is going to take a step forward, see the battle has won for the most part. He's going to reach into her belt and pull out a horn and go... <laughs> and as that happens, you are going to hear the sound of electricity stopping. And uh, you will see uh, over behind you, the electrical current stops and this rickety bridge is pulled up from underneath the water creating a, a structural um, a structural bridge to where these kobolds were Ooh, let's just move that generator light a little back there we go all right and now we are at the top of the initiative with claudette claudette what do you do um magic missile this bitch okay um so Three magic missiles. Four. Good. Ten points of damage, please. Ten points of damage. Two slug. Okay. Um, this is magic missile. Yes. Okay. Uh, can you do me a favor? Mm-hmm. Tell me how this goes. Yes! Um, so Claudette is just gonna be like frantically flinging these bolts of magic force energy. And can I like, I wanna like destroy the head of it or something. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's going to roar as it tries to pull Talfrin forward. One of its lashes wrapping around his his ankle. It begins to pull his leg up, opening its mouth wide, which is the perfect spot. How many magic missiles is that? Three or four? Three. Three, just... You will hear the sound of... And then it just explodes from inside, having swallowed your magic. The battle has ended. The walls are painted with gore. We are going to exit initiative rounds right Ooh. now as this slug dies, shrapnel laying on the ground as well as a fallen ally. Claudette's um, gonna run up to like assist because I'm sure okay. she knows full well how Leoden does like this healing stuff. Yeah, Leiden's, Leiden's going up there to try and do something and Okay, Leiden, what do you try to do? Well, if Spare the Dying didn't work, she's gonna do like a full, like a medicine check and try another, you know, she's just gonna kind of, you know, check again, make sure Spare the Dying really didn't work. You know, how it goes. Her body is limp on the ground. As you lean forward, you pick up her hand. It flops. Dead. I'm sure she's dead, like medicine check, everything. She's dead. The life has left her. She walks with the orphan now. 
You hear rustling and the sound of hurried footfalls coming across the bridge. A contingent of kobolds rushes forward. I'm going to move us back out of the map frame right now because we don't need it right now. A contingent of kobolds rushes toward you. Zoli approaches you from behind. Good. Good kill. Good kill. Gold. Give gold now. All gold. All gold now. Show okay, gold. Talfrin will, will fork up the gold. How much gold are you putting down? Oh my god, how much do I have? <laughs> I don't have a whole lot. Oh wait, whatever I got from, uh, I think I only have whatever I got from the statue. So two? Was that? Mm. Shinies, now. Shinies on the ground, now! She says. The crossbow in her hand is particularly menacing from behind right now. The other kobolds surge forward. One of them jangles as it moves wearing the skull of a larger creature, maybe a, a dinosaur or a small dragon, atop its head. A long staff jangles as it moves forward. What do you all do? How much Agent's do you- focusing on the dead here. Um, well, Claudette hasn't dropped a blade song. So I've still got a few moments of that left. Give um, gold now. Give gold. Why? <laughs> In draconic. Make and she's going to let green flame blade encase her sword. Make deal. No time. Want friend? Give All gold right. or say goodbye. Is she saying this in draconic? She's saying this in common. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That that that's a difference then. She's um, more eloquent in, in in draconic. Oh. Fair enough. You can you can revive? How much do you need? How much do you have? Hurry, hurry. Sleba! Uh, Sleba! There's dead here! Dead helper! They kill worm! Toss over thirty gold. Yeah, okay. I'll toss over thirty. Oh, I have a piece of jewelry I can give. Okay. Um, um Claudette will. Um, oh, actually, he's probably not going to. Drop some of his platinum. Never mind. Okay. It's, it's tucked in his thing. He can't um, see it. Leiden, you also picked up gems earlier. I did, yeah. I don't know how much they're worth, but she'll pull them out. Okay. Sounds good. So, real quick. So, who's putting down? Who has 30? So, there was 30, and then 30. two from Talfrin. And then, how much money does, does Claudette give? Um, well, I was going to pull out five of the platinum and see if that would bring okay, it up so that's, enough. that's 50 gold. I also have two gold earrings written down here. I don't... Okay. You can give those as well. Okay. I gave 30. Okay. Uh, all of the money that you put down... Hmm. Yes. Good, good. Um, Sleba! Sleba! They, they, they buy services! This old wizened kobold scrapes up Looking down in Draconic, it says, Why shall we help? Service dwellers, they hate us. They hunt us. They chase us into the caves. Can Claudette respond? Yes, yes, you may. What do you say? She'll respond in Draconic with, And we just saved your caves for you. Make me a... You can make me a persuasion or intimidation roll here. Persuasion probably would be what you'd want to use. Yeah, I'm going to use persuasion. Uh, you know what? Um, 
because... Because, like, she's not trying to intimidate, per se, but she's just mm. angry. I'll let you do this without disadvantage because um, you are being aided by Zoli. Okay. Okay. Uh, 22. 22? Yes. Her charisma's fairly good. Sleba, the old kobold, leans down and picks through the pile of gold... Not enough time to haggle. You will give more when this is done. Very well. It reaches into a pouch at its side, pulling out a small gem. Holds it up. Ivy, can you do me a favor? Can you roll me a charisma save, please? Um, Alternatively, you can roll me a charisma, wisdom, or int save, whichever you prefer. Wisdom or int. I will roll an int because I have plus three to that. Sounds good. This is my own system. Okay, dice roll nicely. I'm rolling my well behaved one. Okay, where is my 17? 17 sounds good. So I want you to roll me percentiles, please. Okay. I was not expecting to use them. Always have the okay. full sets out. Um, 15. 15? All right. You are... <laughs> okay. Uh, roll me a d10. Six. All right. Sounds good. Um, as... It, the shaman leans over, holds up the gem, and... And the entire thing just ignites. The stone burns away in white light into nothing, into dust, which sprinkles over Ivy's corpse. Nothing happens. Stillness hangs in the air. Nothing happens. The moment one of you opens your mouth to speak, though, (gasps) Ivy takes a deep, gasping breath. Uh, You have one hit point, Ivy. Uh, Also, for the next... uh, What'd you roll in the d10? A ten? Six. For the next six hours, you are going to have vivid hallucinations haunting the sides of your vision. Uh, you are going to have disadvantage in all ability checks for the next six hours. Six hours, Cap. Uh, now, meanwhile, as you as you lay dying and then dead, you felt yourself drifting. You can't remember where you were. The ground around you was made of mist and blackness. Black mirror, black ice all around you. Except a single pinprick of light ahead of you. A doorway, wreathed in gold, 
No door, just the frame. The mist seemed to billow out of it, giving birth to the cold, dry air around you. You approached it, seeking some light. You felt weak and confused. Beside you, you felt a shape move in the darkness. And then beside you, you felt warm, strong fingers grasp the side of your wrist. The person standing beside you is a boy, a man, a juvenile, maybe 14, 15, humanoid, naked, but not ashamed. The skin is made of gold or bronze. In this light, it's hard to tell. Looks like it was crafted from solid metal, though. Glows slightly. He looks at you with dark eyes. Pits in the side of his beautiful cherubic face. Curls dangle around his cheeks, chin, and stretch toward his shoulders. His lips do not part, but you hear his voice. Have you come to walk with me? I don't know. If you do. Where? Where am I? You are in the place of truth. place where all things come when they are ready. I'm... I'm not ready. No. He tilts his head to the side as if hearing a sound that you cannot. No. Not yet. May you send more to meet me, though, before we next greet. And he will lean up and kiss you gently on the forehead. And the next thing you will notice is the is this foul scent of the air burning into your lungs as you gasp and look around in the dimness at your friends. You're alive and awake. But around the edges of your vision, you can see mist taking the shapes of people, ghosts from your past, watching you. People that you've killed, people that you fought, creatures that you've killed. Mist-like wraiths are watching you from the corners of your eyes. All right, and uh, Ivy is awake again. Easy, easy. An ancient kobold with a skull helmet prods you in the thigh with its staff. You, give gold. Pay for service. Yeah. Take take it all. I... And she will hand over her whole... How much gold is that? 
Um, there is, let me find, where is the other sheet? There is 76 gold and 10 silver in her bag. Okay. 76. She will hand it all over. Sounds good. Uh, he will, or pardon me, they will pocket it all and go, hmm, good. You do good thing here, he says, and they say under chronic. May we? Thank you. She'll lead him a look around at the kobolds and be like, may we rest with you for a while? Zoli will say, come back down to other cave. Okay. Other cave okay. is safe for now. Okay. Um, and Leiden will slap herself with a cure wounds and then assist um, Ivy. Yeah, Telfrin will take the other arm if we're doing that, like... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, hoist the up. Co- the kobolds from the southern tunnel will arrive as well and begin to rejoice, running past you and moving to the rest of the group. You see another, another kobold dressed like Zoli running across the bridge, smiling, wearing a pair of goggles over his eyes. They smile at each other very fangily. Zoli will guide you back down into the cavern, the awful smelling one at the base. But it's a place that you can rest. All of you can uh, can rest up down here. Are you doing anything while you're there? Um, Leiden's also gonna use a cure wounds or last spell slot on uh, on Ivy to uh, heal her for four hit points. Sounds great. Sounds amazing. So we're doing short rest. I lied. Sorry. Uh, Ten total. Oh, cool. Awesome. (laughs) I I, I gave you my 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 spell my spell my modifier. Oh, your modifier. Oh, beautiful. Now a stiff breeze won't kill me. (laughs) How long are you resting down there? Just long enough to catch your breath. This is essentially what we needed to do to. Yeah. To clear the yeah. track. And in fact, track. as you are waiting down there for a few minutes already, you can start to see that your breath is no longer steaming out of your mouth. We should and potentially just head back. All across yeah. the tunnel, you hear the sound of dripping water. Oh, this is probably going to start flooding uh, soon. We should move. Okay. Oh. Yes. Let's let's get back. Uh, I uh, She's kind of like her eyes are darting like constantly because like she's seeing them the, the mist like you guys can't see that but like she's seeing the the like things in the side of her vision so she's like she's kind of twitchy and not really paying attention to what you guys are doing she's kind of like very nervous so she's like mm. let's let's go back to the train are you all right i think so I'm not sure. So I have to ask, well, do you think there's time to check in the pit? Back out. Like, I'm all for it, but... The pit is also of a... Well, he wouldn't say that, actually. He... (laughs) It's not smart, doesn't think. Okay. We should probably just... It's mostly just a wonder, but yeah. It's, It's flooding. We don't want to be caught in here, and if, if if the if the wall breaks, the train might leave without us. True. And that would not be good. I mean, unlikely. They'd have to explain why they like abandoned the Lady of House Belmont. True. Actually, anybody who wants to can make me a nature roll right now. 
Ooh, totally. Sure. I would love to do with this advantage. Oh. Sure. <laughs> hey, <yo. laughs> that's a four total. I rolled a three. Oh, I rolled 22. a nat 20 on one, but that's not going to work. Seven? Yeah. Nature. Where's my nature? Um, That's going to be a 14. 14? So Claudette and Ivy. And what'd you get, Barry? I got six. Okay. So... <laughs> Claudette and Ivy, you think that there's actually you probably have enough time to go and check it out before the before this begins to flood. It probably has an hour or so. But I guess the question is, why would you want to look down there? Guys. Well, I mean, we saw that there's a passageway down there. So Claudette is curious. Well, I mean, Ice actually doesn't melt that fast. No, the rate it's dripping, we might have long. We not could check it out really long. quick. How will okay. we get back up, though? I'm not going to be able to help with much. I have, a I have a rope. I can pull you up. Very I will as, probably sit this out. As you're walking, you are feeling really weird. Randomly, you're going to notice that your limbs start doing things you don't ask them to do. Oh no. Like Very starts like adjusting her bra, starts like scratching her butt, <gasps> smacking herself across the face occasionally. Not hard, but just starts like throwing up <laughs> gang signs and things. Starts walking she, the wrong she's direction. Throwing hams. Throwing like, hams. At oh one point, gosh. Very turns and walks into a wall. <laughs> it's is she okay? Are you normal? <laughs> Can you make me another con save, Barry? Really? I What'd got a 10. You got a 10? All right, yeah. you're just going to... Barry, you open your mouth to speak, and instead, you're going to hear this come out. She's got, like, magical ticks right now. Is that what's happening? Uh, I'll explain what's happening when it's done. But basically, you hear this kind of bug bubbling scream come out of you. Is Zoli still with us? Yes. Claudia's going to go turn to her and go, what did you pour in her? Healing ooze. Seals wounds. Expands on the inside. Is it an actual ooze? Mm hmm. Yes, Ivy. Um, I was just wondering, could she make what Ivy? Because the orphan is fairly well practiced. Yes. In so she, would she have recognized the orphan? Probably. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Um. Zoli will hand you a feather. Tickle tonsils. I think she wants you to throw it up. Hmm. Tickle tonsils. Tickle. So make yourself puke. Use feather. Very useful. Very useful for poisons. This not poison. Me not poison. Me help you. Okay, you can make make me a make me a medicine roll. Oh, coming right up. Lita's <laughs> not looking at this. She's gonna go stand somewhere else that is not right in the vicinity. That's Claudette's gonna be a 16 noting that this for me. could be okay. done. 
Uh, <laughs> you stick the feather back, and a moment later, you suddenly feel this weirdest, weirdest throw up you've ever felt in your life. It feels like just someone is reaching out of your throat. Uh, anybody who is looking here will see that very coughs up a a football-sized yellow version of her onto the ground. Oh. It's going to look up at you for a minute and go... And it's going to collapse down into ochre jelly and begin to go... across the floor away from you. Uh, you get the feeling that this thing had literally expanded inside of you like it was your like you were its glove and was going... Like plugging all the holes. Yeah, basically, it was just like you were you were like a onesie for it. That's wild. She's gonna be like, "Well, that was the the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me." You're young. Yeah. Plenty weird to come. Okay. That was unnerving. Yeah. Did you want to do your pit yeah. before mm-hmm. we yeah. get out of here? Pit. And and Lita's just gonna go wrap some ropes around stuff and be like, Claudette, are you are you are you coming to look at this? Of course. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Alright. Um, As you make your way down. Okay. Can I just get a quick athletics check off of each of you? To make sure that nothing bad happens? Yeah, you asked for this. You asked for this, Amy. I know I did. I know. At least I he- I healed up some of my hit points. That's true. Um, athletics, you said? Mm-hmm. Oh, friend's going to stand at the top. Also a 17. Yay! Oh As you head down to the base of the pit, it's about an 80-foot drop. Tying your ropes together with a, with a tight knot, you'll be able to work your way down. At the very bottom, you'll see that there are three corpses, as well as several cobalt corpses. The three corpses that you see on the ground, however, belong to adventurers that had had better days. Looking at them, you find that their clothing is quite old. Can I get a history roll off of each of you? Yes. Please. Uh, 21. That's a 16. 16. Okay. You think that these, the outfits, the underclothing has actually been kept in really, really good order, actually. All of the, all of the materials that wouldn't have rotted directly are, you'd say, 400 years old? At least that's the fashion period. The the ruching and the, the stitch work around the leather. The embroidery, that's that's about three to four hundred years old. They've been down here hmm. a long time. Claudette is like scribbling and like making like descriptions and ideas and just like prodding at their clothing and like just excitedly telling yeah. Leah in this. Also, I would like to see if they have any purses. <laughs> Yes, yeah, they do. that too. <laughs> I spent half my funds on raising Ivy, so. Sounds good. I need uh, some money to buy stuff. Can I get an investigation roll off of you all? Okay. Yes, please. Uh, 15. 
15. Good, good. Aha! Not 20. Not 20? So 25. One of them is well, wearing... that has a sixth sense when it comes to money. One Apparently. One of them is wearing half-plate armor. Ooh, fancy. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to, to grab that uh, off of them and have that brought up. Okay. Mm. Yeah. It definitely needs some work, but that's quite expensive if you can sell it. One of them has a pouch on them containing 106 gold Ooh. and 13 silver pieces. Nice. Looks like this one was carrying most of the gold for the party. For the rest of it, only has another 20 gold spread between the other two. Leiden will definitely ask um, if she can replenish the 30 gold that she spent. Let's just split it that way. Mm. Well, you know what? We should probably give them some, too. They did come down, but we should give them a little bit. Um, Let's give them the 20. So, But let's make sure we do it after we get out of the Cobalt Rage. Yes. You will find the following things. Here. Are you ready? Okay. One, you will find a lead amulet attached to one of them on an old rotted leather cord. The symbol on it is um, not one that you might be used to. Uh, can you roll me a religion roll? Sure. Nat 20. Oh, nat 20? <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so that is... Only seven. <laughs> uh, it is a lead medallion bearing the mask of a plague doctor. This is a holy symbol of Zonos, the god of disease. Most most of his worship is banned, but sometimes there are clerics of neutrality that do it, uh, basically to act as doctors. As well, you'll find the following things. A vial of oil marked with an insignia on the side of, uh, of its steel tube that identifies as it a vial of sharpening oil. You'll find a tinderbox, a cheese wheel still intact from the fall, Woo. Lunch. two vials that have survived several broken ones. One has a strange yellow liquid inside of it that still, as you hold up any light source to it, glows slightly from within, as well as a vial of dark black red, almost looks like blood. You will also find a pair of dice. simple bone dice pips carved intricately into the sides of the bone as well down there there are a few rusted weapons Hmm. most of them though have fallen down the rest of the hole but you will find that there is a rather ornate dagger lying Hmm. there Uh, it's old and, and very heavily metaled it's weighty, but it's quite sharp. 
It's engraved with several several dwarven runes. Hmm. In fact, one is a symbol of the forge at the base. A six-spoked wheel with an upright hammer in the center. The symbol of Gren. Uh, and then that is what you are going to find on them. That's actually quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and as you're getting ready to pack up, are you taking the half plate off one of the corpses? Yeah, I think leading I suppose well. we might as well. As you liberate it, there is going to be a clunking sound. Hmm. And a half-deteriorated diary is going to fall out of it. Ooh! Hot Dad is going to pull that over. Right. Very, very delicately try and see if it will open or has anything in it. It has a latch on the front that you'll have to unlock, but uh, it looks like, just checking the side of it, a lot of the pages are are very, very brittle with age. This diary has a class block on the front of it. Okay. But you can see... She's going to very carefully wrap it up then. Okay. And put it away um, to investigate later. The side is written as uh, the diary of um, <clears throat> actually one sec uh, Livio. Hmm. How do you spell that? L i v i o. All right. So you are going to be able to grab that. Claudette takes that to investigate. Sounds good. Um, anybody anybody upstairs who would like to spend hit dice to heal? Uh, Ivy, you still have one remaining. I have one. Okay, cool. Yeah. So she roll a d10 that. and add your con to it. Oh, that was kind of poopy. Oh, well. Yeah, well, it is what it is. Better than nothing. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to spend two. Okay, sounds good. Very, you going to spend any? Yeah, I'm going to spend three. All right, spend Eight, it all. So eighteen to half health now. Woohoo! Feeling good. Feeling <laughs> good. Still got spent. shadows in my head, but it's feeling good. <laughs> Somebody has to. Somebody needs shadow in their head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. All right. Before long, after you're done resting, you'll help Claudette and uh, leading up. I'm assuming you will. Anyway. You won't just abandon them down there. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. We'll tell Give them the, me the truth. Lamp. You, you died. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hand me the lamp. Yes, exactly. Ah, oh, well. Yes, well, if they say, like, they need a hand and found a bunch of stuff, be like, yeah, can help pull you yeah. up. So there's some, there's some plate down here. I think we mm-hmm. can sell it. Well, that's good. That good. I, I feel guilty for all of you. I'm assuming I wasn't just the only one paid. I know resurrections are... Expensive. Oh yeah, no, I put five yeah. platinum towards it. Thank you so much. I, I I appreciate it. We haven't known each other for very long. Um, oh, which when we get back to the train, I'm sure there's enough room. I would like to invite you all to to sit with me. I'd like mm-hmm. to get to know you better. Yeah. Thank you. Hmm. I'm sure, honest. there's plenty of space. I'm sure they won't object. Thank you. Um, does anyone have a does the train have any sort of bathing facilities? 
your car definitely does. Oh, yes, yeah. of course. Good, because I have worm vomit all over me, so I would like to have yes, a nice you do smell shower a little strong. or bath or something. I'm sure that can be arranged. Thank you. Is there any last thing that you're doing down there? Um, looking around to see if there's anything, like, down here otherwise that shows what might happen down here or besides potentially the adventurers just uh the adventurers down there is what you're going to find it's too long there's no real trace of what happens besides the fall and some of the damage that they'd suffered looks like from something far more violent though even the plate mail has deep gouges in it made by long serrated claws you have no idea what could have done this though as you're glancing around, you will see that as far as proof of what happened down in the tunnels tonight, there is the badge of office of the halfling that you found in the first room that you could bring up. A sign that oh, yeah. the engineering party came down here and was killed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very, very has got the uh, I believe you did take that, right? Everything. Yeah, cool. yeah, she has the work order and she has the ID. Mm. Okay. Yeah, no, if it, uh, if it had been left behind, Claudette would have picked it up. Was there any money on the fling corpse? Ivy's broke now, so she's like, I need uh, I money. I don't believe there was. No. There was Dang not. No. Dang yep. it. Okay. And with that, you slowly make your way up, up, up. And soon, you'll be back up, climbing out and around where the. Um, where the train is still there, idling. The electric currents beneath it humming low and deep. As you as you head outside, one of the engineers that you recognize as railed turns and looks at you, his mustache twitching. You look like shit. Feel Thanks. like it too. Well, whatever you did, he gestures over where walls of water are dripping down the sides of the tunnels. Engineers are lined up, working with pickaxes, breaking the last of the ice off the rails. It seems to have worked. Should be good to go now. You're welcome. Mmm, the whistle sounds in the tunnel. We should be able to get back on board. Mmm, one of you smells awful. Yeah. Yes, I literally died for I, this cause. Well, you got better. Mm. Yes, okay. no, it's all right. There's um, other compartments up, to, up front. Yeah, come on, let's go. They'll be staying in your quarters? Yes. Yes, I'd like to invite them to stay with me. There's a lesser suite next to yours that's not occupied as well. Oh, that would be wonderful. Perfect. It has a, it, it's the one with the adjoining room for mm. for what you did. I think I can cover that for the last couple days of this trip. Wonderful. Thank you. Very much you, appreciated. You, you head in there. Give me your tickets. If you have any luggage, I'll have it transferred over. Hmm? I just have my bag. Then we'll have it transferred over. You go rest up. And with that, you're able to head inside into the lavish quarters of this more humble train, but still far more comfortable than most of you are used to. Outside, you hear the shrill sound of the train whistle as once again, it begins 
to prepare to continue onward. You quickly have a bath drawn for you. The train lurches to life as the intercom system comes to life again. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for your patience. The disturbance has been dealt with and we will be continuing onward toward our western arrival. We estimate that we should reach there within 60 hours. Enjoy the remainder of your time and please don't hesitate to call us if you need any beverages or to purchase any meals. The train Can I begins. I get my clothes laundered. The attendant standing outside of your room. Absolutely, ma'am. I would be happy to do so. Cool. She's just going to start stripping down. Yes, ma'am. He covers his eyes. I'm happy to. She'll just like take it off, grab like a sheet, wrap it around herself quickly, and then just hand her the clothes. Hand him, but yeah. Hand him. Sorry. Yeah, I was talking about thinking Ivy, but yes. Yes. No, Um, sorry. he'll, He'll take your clothes and any other laundry that you all need to do. And with that, you begin to head out of the tunnel. Bright light for the first time in days plunges through the windows of your compartment and you are heading through the snow-capped mountain ranges. Soon, in under three days, you'll find yourselves once again free of this damn train and off on the next part of your adventure. This time together. And with that, we're going to call game here tonight. But wait, what's that sound? I think we hit level four. All right. So, hey, folks, you're all level four. So go ahead and level up. Don't forget, you get the ability score increase or a feat at this level. So, Talfrin, you have a hard choice. What's that thing? Uh, I believe it's Great Weapon Master. Let's check that real quick. Yeah, it's Great Weapon Master. They would strongly suggest that's Uh, such a good thing. Great Weapon Master. I love sharpshooters, so that sounds great. I wish I took that fee for Vistra way earlier. Talfrin, on your (laughs) turn, when you score a critical hit with a melee weapon and reduce, pardon me, or reduce, a creature to zero hit points, you can make oh, one shit. melee attack as a bonus action. Nice. And before you make a melee attack with your heavy weapon, you can choose to take a minus five to do plus ten damage. Damn. Does that sound like what you want? Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, yeah, so it's Great Weapon one. Master. It's 167 in the box. Nice. Uh, anybody else who would be looking to take a uh, to take a feat, let me know. Um, possibly. I'm po- possibly. Uh, Ivy, potentially consider dual wielder. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about that. Because then it's a plus one to... All right. Uh, As far as uh, Leiden, I would also like to remind you that you can use half plate. So if you want to have that resized for you, you can. Considering it, yeah. I need to double check the stats and see uh, what it is. It is a 15 plus two max. Okay, so that would actually be okay for her then. Yeah, so what's your... So she would be at What's your dex bonus? Plus one. Yeah, so you'd be at a 16 instead of a... 15. Yeah, that's pretty good. You'd have disadvantage on stealth. Oh, no, I don't want disadvantage on stealth. That's one of the reasons why I went with the, the chain mail or whatever it is. The chain shirt? Or the... Chain... What is it? I've got it. That's it. Scale mail. That's what it was. Scale mail. Okay. Well, scale mail has disadvantage on stealth, too. What? No, there's one that doesn't have disadvantage on stealth. Uh, I took that one. The breastplate? This one does not. 
I think your AC. Oh, you because you have a shield. That's why your AC is fifteen right now. Yeah, it gives me plus two. So this would raise your your AC to eighteen if you had this, which is pretty dope. Um, in theory, you could sell it and buy a breastplate, which would get you up to to seventeen. That doesn't have any. Yeah, I just I don't want that that penalty to stealth because I feel like it's gonna come up and I'm not tanky enough for it <laughs> to, okay, to have well, that disadvantage. Think about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so as uh, I would I would strongly suggest to oh. check those items out later though once you have some time during the beginning of next game. Mm. All right. So folks, oh that's gonna... yeah, no, Claudette's planning to. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna put my stat increase into intelligence and get 19. Nice. Because that uh, actually affects my armor my class too with Blade Song. Do you have anything else like that's that. at an odd number right now? Not really. Not I mean, I, I've got two 15s that I could raise up to 16. What are your 15s? Uh, con and Charisma. Mm. So not that's that fair. important. Intelligence is more important to me. I mean, if you... Yeah, that's fair. What you might want to consider, look for any of the specialties that give you a plus one to int, as well as a bonus. Because that's what I do with Farah a lot of the time. Is I give yeah. her feats that add plus one int, and then also give her like advantage on history rolls. Because yeah. if, if you're already at an odd number going into this, like that 19 isn't any better than an 18, technically. But I guess, can... but it's just like, then like I want to be able to get up to the place where I can get like the plus five. Yeah, yeah but, you, but you get a plus two next level too, or next yeah, next time you true. have an increase. So I would suggest, um, so you could take a linguist, which gives you three additional languages and gives you code breaking. I think I'm just going to throw my my ability score increase, the two points into wisdom, bump me yeah. up to plus five. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, because um, I did not get great rolls for Claudette's stats. It's very middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Mm. There, there no are quite a, few, quite a few things that you could take, though, that are pretty good. Like, um, there's that. There are others in other books that I don't have physically in front of me right now, but... Uh, we can discuss that and like see if see if any of them are good for you. If not, just put it in int then. It's all good. Okay, uh, so folks, that's going to be it for us tonight. We will see you next Friday, but don't forget, we are back tomorrow night with The Secret of Hexeter House. Hope to see you then. Uh, thanks very much for tuning in for this second part of our dungeon crawl. We're going to continue on and have much plot later. So we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. The Reign of Emerys is a Dork Tales production. It stars Christine Rattray as Claudette Belmont, Amy Godfrey as Leiden Ann Marov, Caitlin Vinkel as Talfrin Prideri, Robin Holford as Ivy, and Katrina McGee as Veritrix Soulstar. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. Our opening theme is Resolution by Alexander Nakarada, and our closing theme is Find Them, also by Alexander Nakarada. For a full list of the music used in this episode, check the show notes below. To learn more about the world that Reign of Emerys is set in, check out our wiki or visit our Discord where there's plenty of information to go around. Thanks for supporting this podcast. If you like what we do here and would like to help Dork Tales grow, leave a five-star review, share us with your friends, and leave a comment below. And hey, while we're talking about people who support Dork Tales, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales. Starting with our Patreon producers. Our royal producer, Shulton the World Builder. Our divine producer, DM Michael Gray, the Great and Powerful. Our demonic producers, Jade the Maker of Monsters, and Bracarius, our fun but evil Funkle. We love you, Uncle Marty. Our princes of the Patreon, Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl, Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977, Trizelta, a.k.a. James Bododge, Eolus the Forever Cleric, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, and The Traveler. Our level 20 heroes, Jan Clark, who's my, my mom, 
Bob Kessler, who's along for the ride, Michael Eilat, the graphics guy, and Chef Aladeth. Our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the Straw Hat Devil, George Sibley, Snowy323, Hans H. Boundehoof, Professor Multiverse, Adam Bomb, Tabitha Rudkin, Chandra Magic, Brady Chester, and Heavy Metal and Tea are very important patrons who donate five or more dollars per month. An actual guinea pig, Dale Cope, the eternal student of life, Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat, Evan, longtime listener, first time patron, Mike Baxter, first of his name, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista Mitchell, the Siege FX engine, Rio, but without the OZ, United Adventure Company, Robin Holford, the wine master, SM Pace, Hillary, Colin Son, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Evil, Doctor Who 4189, Tommy Kiyama Svensson, Kara Rett, Red Monk, Stormshanks, Jacob, Arachnikonikoni, Random Equinox, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, Ray G, Michael Reynolds, The Bong Master, David Ellis, Confounded Hound, Jeremy Smith, 5280DTC Nerd, Lockgen, Slurm, Slouching Beast, Andrew Rogers, Graham Rudkin, Frankenax, Chris Deeds, Karasha Urquhart, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Malazang, Clay, Andrew Wolf, Laura Arasmith, Sean Oldham, Mashmakan, Marcel, Roman Ash, The Dixon Three, Ash Wolf, Loscrack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, Sarah Vaughn Sophistein, Whistler, DM Shari, and Empath Naga. And finally, our Dork Squad. Jen Peters, Caitlin, Ba Tran, Willem and Isolde, Just Andy, EJ, Ashley Johnson, an Insomniac Veterinarian, Creax, Daniel, Brent, CTRSTY, Hayliz, Chris Blog, Patrick, Zach Rules, Ace Emmett, Renee Anderson, Britton Williams, Ava Hernandez, The Crazy Goblin, Jacob Embry, Matt B., and Catherine Petricelli. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktales survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.